Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing? Is this real this time? <laughs> I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. I know we are. Uh, we're going to attempt to do an Ike live show from the studio tonight. Uh, feels good to be back here. Uh, got a great crew here tonight for your enjoyment. Sitting to my right, we've got the one and only Pete Glusick, the dean. Pete, how you doing? Hey everybody. Good to see you. It's good to, good to be back. Uh, we've got Dave Brodzik sitting here to my left. He just went to take a leak <laughs> or something. And producing the show tonight, we have Brian Carpenter and Miss Rebecca. Uh, I, I think it's going to be an interesting show tonight. I think we've got some guests coming in. But this is really, Pete, uh, most of the shows that we do, we have a note uh, pad here in front of us with an outline of bullet points of what we're going to talk about. We have no show notes notes tonight. We're just well, gonna wing we it. We only know? we only need three letters. Three letters for tonight's notes. Okay. H O F. H O F. That's all you need. Okay. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. All right. Well, that's it's pretty Con amazing. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I've said that. Uh, well, I've said it. Uh, you know, without you there, but first time face to face. Yeah, it's incredible. Amazing. No, it's incredible. I, I thank you. I appreciate that. It's a, it's an amazing thing. It's still hard to believe. Uh what makes it more of a reality is the fact that Brian the Carpenter brought Colt 45s tonight. That's a Hall of Fame drink. Yeah, this is our beer of choice. <laughs> uh every Hall of Famer should have a Colt 45. Uh, Dave, we were talking Billy D Williams was yes. the was the spokesperson for what, what would you oh what would God. you put that at? Would that be early eighties? Are we talking? That here? would have been uh yeah, early, I would say early eighties. Yeah, probably, I'll right? tell you what, you will super impress me if you tell me what his name was on Star Wars. Only Mike. Oh, Landon Calrissian. Dang, all right. Oh, yeah. I didn't think he'd well, get that. part of the reason Lando I Calrissian. Had, but part of the reason Beck explained this. Now I knew Lando Lando Calrissian because why? When Stella was real little and she saw all those movies. She had a major crush on Lando on, So Estella at, Estella at two like or three, four yeah, two, three, four maybe. years old, fell in love with Billy, Billy D. Williams. And Billy now D. to bring it full circle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, he Cold might be one of the top 10 most charming dudes ever on TV. <laughs> you know, and, and amazing hair. Yeah, yeah. Stella, mad crush. Huh. I would say that's right. Mm -hmm. hmm. Uh, before we get in the show, let me remind you, uh, this is a, this is a cool night. We're back up here in the studio. Glad to have my friends here again, uh, chatting, talking stuff, but we want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment, uh, hit us up through the IM. You could also hit us up through the iCloud social feeds. We'll be taking that Uh big shout out to our military. Thank you guys for what you do. Police, firemen, EMTs. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Uh, Pete, how you been? Everything hmm. good. How's Bash you? Bash you is tipped. Matter awesome. of fact, we're, uh, we're having a hall of fame. Uh, Ike gift giant gift pack Ooh. uh for all new subscribers to bash you. Wow. Uh so you want to go to is there a, is there a hammer in there to break stuff? No. Uh, we well, went the other way. We went with like DT six, you know, your colors, Ike's ink, yeah. and uh we have we have missile, one of your uh mini flips. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, cool. It's all Ike's Ike hat. Wow. It's a whole Ike pass. But ba bash you is we're we're getting ready for classes. We're going. We're going to be in the classroom. I saw, strong I this saw year. the board. I saw yeah. the ticket window is open. Yeah, that's great. So you're looking at speakers all right. and all that stuff. Yeah, we're lo we're looking at speakers. There's there's a lot of like old, amazing. I say old, but you know, super talented guys, right? But we got a whole new crop of yeah, phenoms yeah. that are that are really setting the trend and and doing some things that are different. Uh, mm. Really excited about 
our lineups for this year will awesome. be announcing pretty soon. Very cool. Well, Dave, I walked out, came up here uh, to come up here in the studio, and I saw this amazing brand new truck, just gorgeous. <laughs> it's amazing, beautiful brand new truck that I knew that you you had gotten. I, I had heard the story, but in the back of the truck, it yeah. made my night. There's this flag. I felt like I was in. I could have been in Alabama or Georgia or somewhere. Yeah, because I see a lot of that down there. But you have a flag. Yeah, yeah, I fly my Trump flag. I gotta okay. tell you. So I, I'm gonna tell you. Um, <laughs> over the last couple of years, <laughs> I've noticed more and more reception to it than I have when I first started flying. How about it. that. Okay. Although I did, I did have a lady at an intersection. Big fat lady, big brown face, so some, <laughs> and I, I I lost my temper and I, I you Did know you? I said well I just I said something to her I probably shouldn't have she had kids in the car but she Ooh. started it she fired first yeah. by calling me an F and A yeah so I told with her, you the know. kids in the car so I, yeah and I, but when the windows were down and I was like we were kind of turning so like I was like so what'd you clap back with uh fat C <laughs> <laughs> that's, man, that's rough <laughs> and I had my kids in the car <laughs> immediately apologized to him. no because man she fired at me and it was unnecessary like I would never do that to her you know I feel like I feel like the C word is only allowed to be said by people who have one I disagree think? or or yeah. if you're in Australia I, or Britain because logic. they use it all the time they yeah. use it like dude yeah what's up with that what about the word Peroni's disease who can use that Italians. Yeah. Yeah, guineas. I don't know if anyone should. Anyone should. Anyhow. Words, yeah. words. Well, here's the thing. You know, drive, dude, driving around, I see, I see both, I see signage, you know, whether it's a flag or a big sign or, you know, like literally billboards in people's yards. From both sides, though. You know, I see like Trump's. Nobody. Uh, no one has Biden shit. No, anywhere. it's either for Trump or against Trump. And it's been that way for nah. how many years? Now? Yeah. No, stop Biden. it. I've seen Biden. There's signs. nobody that's for Biden. They're against Trump. Well, you know what? That's no, not true, Brian. The Biden true. people are driving in their cars by themselves with masks on. That's the Biden flag. <laughs> so how do we get the politics? Can we change the subject? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mike quickly. brought it up. Well, we don't have to say we don't have a script for the show. So who knows? We're just talking. Were we supposed to? I don't think so. <laughs> All right, why don't we discuss why we're here this Oh, evening? okay. Go ahead, Beck. Oh, drink. I guess I'm going to talk about why we're here. Well, he's going to bring it up himself. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are we here? <laughs> you are here with microphone? Yeah, I've been recognized as one of the greatest of all yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, you have a microphone. I, I just congratulate. I yeah. said at the beginning yeah. of the show. I we're, know you we were, were busy. You were, you were busy. Yeah. But. Yes, listen, we are. We are so here. here. Here's the thing. Let me let me let me let me inter, inter, interject real quick and say this: that I know this is a show that you guys put together because it. But it here's the thing. Not really. This still doesn't even it, it doesn't even feel real because <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like it doesn't feel like I should be in the Hall of Fame because I'm just you know what I mean. Like I'm a Jersey. Scrubbo. Skeet uh, Reese might, might agree what? with you. Yeah. <laughs> what, you know, what what I what I started thinking about was I I still look out my own eyes and I'm 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 that twenty seven year old guy that started fishing. You know, I yeah. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel like twenty five <laughs> years have passed. Thanks, I know. Thank you. It's crazy. The, no, uh, you know, it and but when you look back when you and I and I took a moment. And I, I'm going back and I'm thinking about those early days and all that time that has passed. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a career. 
it's, it is. It's a massive career. It and is. if you look back at your career, you hit milestones virtually. I mean, every step of the way, you know, there was there was there was hardly a t- time or a period where a significant accomplishment yeah. was not being made, Agreed. you know, throughout the beginning. I mean, uh, I I was listening back on an interview that that I did with you. We're going to be broadcasting that uh, here soon. But, you know, you had that year of 1999. And in your assessment of that year, that may be may have been your best year yeah. ever. It was pretty. That was a pretty special year. Yeah. And that, you know, you're winning, you won the nationals. It was like a year and a half. You won the, yeah. you made the the national, you won it. Um, you know, you, you made the classic placed. Yeah. You, you just, you, you, you accomplished so much and it, and it was odd because it came after at, at the, at the end of a, a bad period, right. Yeah. Where, where you had like a, a, a situation on the John St. John oh, river yeah. and, but then after that, it exploded yeah. into one of your best yeah. periods of time ever. And since 99, I mean, you went on to win the Classic. You went on to win Angler of the Year. You've, you've won on the MLF side and, and everywhere in between over when FLW existed. Uh, it's been a monumental, you know, and that's just time. that's just tournament fishing. That's it's not, a, it's doesn't not even the business account side. account for the yeah. business side of it, which you, you know, you've influenced uh sponsorships how sponsorships are are written how people you know how the kids today are learning about you know what how to perform and and do that job of 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 a sponsored individual yeah. bankrupt some sponsors teach them how to that, really, that, the only two things left, really, is owning a tournament trail and owning I'm an out. actual tackle company. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. On <laughs> They're the only two things uh, left, dude. They're both two of, of off-the-radar ones for me. But you know, the thing that Pete said that's interesting is, like, I look back. You're right. Like, I think in everybody's life, like, you don't – you look in the mirror, you're like, man, I, I got old, you know. But, you know, like, those years flew past. Yeah. And the one thing that I look back and, and didn't realize is that – you know, like I was training for this career for a really long time. Like I look back at our top rod days. Like in if if you follow Ike Live, dude, we talk so much about those club days. But dude, I that was like for me so important yeah. to what I do now. Like yeah. the federation, you know, fishing mm-hmm. through the the Bass Feder New Jersey Bass Federation top rod days. Dude, like all the, like the good and the bad, you know, like I, we, we talked about it before. Like, but remember we had that Wilson tournament and like I had a short fish or something. You were the tournament director and I like, got <laughs> steamed off out of the parking lot, like all pissed. Like I remember <laughs> all that stuff, but like uh, even the bad things were like, you know, it's like you're, you were training, you know, yeah, it was like a training yeah. for me. You wait uh, a minute. You rejected his fish. <laughs> I penalized him for it. What? I had a, I had a how, short fish, according to Dave. I think I still I still think it was twelve, but my maybe my board what, was bent. What did <laughs> you yeah. see, Dave? Was it like? It, I think it was like eleven and a half. I think it was like an eleven-inch fish that he brought up there. <laughs> and then he, his excuse was, I, "Don't I get a courtesy check?" As he was like trying to put him on the scale. <laughs> and then he appealed it, and. Uh, the board, which was like Brian and Bert, ruled in his favor. Uh, they, what? Yeah, you guys did. 
wait, 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 wait. wait. They that. overturned your your. I forget. I forget. Yeah, he's making stuff up. I forget. Yeah. What do? No, you DQ'd his whole bag because he did a burnout and threw rocks on your. <laughs> oh my Hyundai! Uh, Hyundai! <laughs> yeah, he lit the Hyundai up. <laughs> it did. It did. He scorched up the Hyundai, so he got DQ. That's right. That's what it was. They overturned the DQ. They overturned oh the whole right. DQ. Yeah. That might be so so that he might be. he quit the club and joined the federation and. No, the classic. I did. No, <laughs> no, that's not that. Good job. Uh, if Dave hadn't pushed you away, that's right. Everything happens for a reason. You might be president of like Barrington Rod and Reel or yeah. something. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, listen. I had no I, idea. I want to dive right into this. You do because okay. we've got some really fun guests tonight. Okay. We're gonna bring two guys on. Two guys. One. Okay has known you for forever and forever. i would say is friend the other has known you for also a very long time but i think probably started as foe oh. a a competitor oh. so maybe he can tell us uh, the some foe. stories okay. <laughs> of early on we've got denny brower and dave Manson. Oh, yes what's up guys <laughs> hi dave hi denny how you doing we say they're Hall of Famer. Man, man, well, this is, let, let me tell you, I am honored to have both you guys on tonight. Dave, you're okay, because you're just an old ex-cop from New Jersey, but to have Denny on tonight uh, at this moment, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Such an honor. It's amazing. You're very welcome. Happy to be here. Uh, you said Becky, uh, Denny was a foe. Did, did, uh, did Mike spin out and throw rocks on your Hyundai? <laughs> Well, I did. You know, that was so spot on. You could always tell whether you had a bad day by how many rocks were flying. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed. That's amazing. Well, here's here's the thing that I, I especially now having Denny on, it's amazing how much influence someone can have when you're uh when you're young, you know? Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, Denny, I know I've told you this before, but I want to say again. As an aspiring young angler, you know, like you look at people and you try to emulate things that they do. And, you know, like I can I'm so old now, but I can remember being, you know, 15 years old watching you and saying, I want to fish like this guy and I want to emulate his style. But then I remember seeing you at boat shows. You know, like I was that stalker fan, like in the in the back row, like, you know, watching and watching how you interact with people. And they're all things that I tried to do. I try to do now in my career. So the thing that I learned is you you it's amazing how much influence you can have and you don't know. Right. So, yeah. you know, Denny, you you, uh, you got a, a cocky, young kid from new jersey to turn fishing into a career and you did that from afar so thank you very much for doing that well i <laughs> words mike but uh you know that's just something we all have to be aware of uh there's always people watching they're going to you know emulate what we do and uh we do the positive thing maybe they'll pass that on yeah it's been incredible you know danny mike when we set up our we used, remember we used to have like our shooting range for jigs at, oh, at yeah. our meetings. That was based on Denny using oh, yeah. the coffee cups because we read an article oh, yeah. where he said he practiced in coffee cups and we set them all up oh, through, yeah. throughout the club. Remember? Oh yeah. 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 
It's incredible. It's amazing. I still get Danny. We still like. I just stayed with Ish this week and uh, or last week at Watts Bar and and uh, every time every, we talk about somebody, the, f- the flipping comes up. I mean, the in, your influence is is on everybody, and everybody still is is hev- heavily influenced by it. And I think you might be pleased to know, like some of these kids that are crushing it at the opens right now. That you know they're using forward-facing sonar. Everybody you know might just think that they're finesse fishing, but they're doing it with a jig. Wow. They're crushing it with a jig. Wow, cool. Yep. It's a weird combination: forward-facing sonar and a jig. I know, right? Yeah. It's very like strange. Josh, Josh Jones. It's very strange. The big fish out there. It's very strange. No. Yep. Dave Mansu, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. I'm doing good. You it's know. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see Pete's alive. <laughs> I've tried to contact him. I don't know how many times. Just blows me off. So it's good to see you, Pete. It's good to see you too, Dave. Hey, you know, Mike, you said something earlier about Denny influencing people. You know, some point in your life, you're going to realize how many people you've influenced as well. You know, yeah. there's so many young kids today that got into the sport because of you. And because of the way you entered it and how you influenced it, and uh, that's something that I think you should you, in the long run, you're going to feel extremely proud about because uh, the youth fishing today is just blown out. You know, it's blown out the doors now, and a lot of it has to do with many of the things that you did during your career. So you should be very proud of that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, I'm definitely definitely proud of that. And uh, you, you know, it's. Uh, Keeping people fishing is an important thing, and if I, if I was a part of that, I'm I'm super proud of that. It's it's important. Absolutely. Um, I I I feel obligated to tell this story. I I know I've told it before, but I don't think I've ever told it on Ike Live. Uh, but uh, having Denny on right now, I feel obligated to tell the story. So, a big part of my career, you know, in that learning for me was taking a little stair step you know, joining a club. We had freaking John boats and then fishing as a co-angler. And, you know, I did it for two full years uh, at the national level. And back then you guys remember they were the Bassmaster top 100s back then they were called. And um, in 1993, I got picked for one and I was so excited because I had never, never fished in a big tournament before, ever. Or a big boat. Not even in a big boat. Like, yeah. literally, the biggest boat I was in was a 16-footer with a 20 on the back, like a tiller. So I get picked for this tournament. It's on Lake Norman in North Carolina. And I'm so excited. And back then, you were guaranteed four days, uh, you know, with pros. And I know every guy, right? And I'm so excited. And I get my draw. And back then, Danny, you remember, they would meet. And at the meeting is when you would find out who your draw was, you know? So it was literally, I think it was Ray Scott, and he was calling the names, you know? And he, he would say, you know, this guy and this guy. He would call the state, the pro's name, the state, the amateur's name, and they would go meet. And my first day, I got drawn with Tommy Biffle. And I was, dude, I was so excited because Tommy Biffle was another guy that I watched and he was so good. And I, and I was like, this is an amazing opportunity. And so I got in his boat 
And I was blown away by the speed of these boats. And I'm holding on for dear life. <laughs> and my hat's blowing off. And I've never even been in a boat before. And I'm so excited about what I'm about to see and watch these guys and watch what they do. And he, the night before, or the, the, at the meeting, he said, we're going to fish a topwater a little bit, and then I'm going to fish a jig around docks. And I'm like, great. And we, we probably didn't go that far, but we were going to start on a riprap causeway, uh, just where the, where the bridge crossed. And he went to go to this point, and as he, as he turns the bend, there's another competitor there. And I, I can kind of see he's, he's, he's mad, like he's mad, but he's like, ah. And he goes to the opposite end of the riprap, which is probably, it's, it's a quarter mile down at the end of the riprap. And he's going to go there and start there and work the other way. Well, when he sets down, drop the trolling motor, I grab a rod and no sooner do I look. And the guy that's at the point comes on pad racing toward us. And and remember, this is the first pro tournament I ever fished in my life. First stop you ever made. First stop I ever made. <laughs> I've, I've only looked at this in the magazine and on TNN on, on the show. I, 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 this is all real. And off pad, like literally off pad, like with the weight coming down, is no. Denny! <laughs> Denny, you were so mad. You were so mad at Tommy for coming in to fish that riprap. And it was great because yeah, I imagine. it was his first experience where I got to see the reality of competition, right? And, yeah. you know, when it's competition, man, you know, it's, it's like any other sport when the game is on. And then when the game is off, it's not competition, you know? So... That was my what? that was my introduction to to fishing, what? and I'll never forget and, that. It was amazing. Denny, Denny, can we hear what? What's your side of the story? What went down? <laughs> you give out a little too much information. <laughs> Come on, Denny, tell us the truth. All right. Tommy was going to cut you. You were going to rip your shorts off something. <laughs> I think those shorts have been cut off already. <laughs> Is that how you got to wear them that way? You, you know, uh, Mike, I actually remember that day, believe it or not. You uh, do? Yeah, that, that, I could take you right to that riprap bank. There were some good fish at one time there. Tommy yeah. ripped them all. But... <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it, it was a great moment because, you know, I look back on that and you know how like everything happens and you take from it and you learn a little bit. But, you know, it was a, a piece that I learned that, you know, there is that factor where you're fishing the same water, you know, and there's an in intimidation factor that you can use. Right. It's like other sports. And, and you know, so. It was it was good that I saw that early in my career. You know, like literally I had my son out Vegas and we fished a Thursday nighter. And you know, he had a boat like cut him off. Like grown two grown men. The Cowan brothers. The Cowan brothers <laughs> cut Vegas off. And I'm like, it's good that he's seeing this, right? Because it's it's competition, it's fierce, and you know, everything that happened 
in, in my career, that moment and all these thousands of moments that happened since then are all important. But even, you know? even more important to paint that picture even better for younger people watching, there was only maybe a dozen guys that when they wrote an article, it mattered. Yeah. And two of them were right the guys there. we just mentioned right there. And yeah. you know, like for, for that to happen at yeah. that time in history, when like, I don't know, oh, I, yeah. that is pretty neat. Dude. Yeah. It, it was, what, it, what you got to keep in mind is Tommy and I have been good friends for years and have similar fishing styles, so to speak. So we'd end up on a lot of the same water. So, We'd have a lot of friendly discussions over time. <laughs> uh, That's a good way. Yeah, to put I, I've, I've had my fair share of those moments <laughs> in my career, so uh, no. I I understand now. But you know, you got to remember at the time it was I was so green that it was all new. Yeah. Oh you know? my gosh! And you took yeah. those things you learned and you brought them back to us and did that shit to well, us. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all I took it all back, but like the. The, the styles that that one tournament so it was amazing because i drew tommy biffle gary klein cliff craft and david fritz were my four guys Jeez, you only you only you can you imagine yeah. that you know being in your early 20s you know 23 24 years old and drawing those kind of names and and i had a terrible tournament but watching what went down and watching the little stuff, time management, and so, you know. so let's fast forward one year. Let's fast forward one year. Yes. Okay. Yep. I meet you for the first time at the meeting. At We're the meeting, two guys it's from New Jersey. Just same place. Basic, Hello, how are you? Yeah, Norman. You know, same place. And uh, and you know, we we talked a little bit. Really didn't know each other. Just both two two dudes from New Jersey, both in all seeing guys like Denny at the meeting, yeah. you know, Clun, uh, um, Roland was there. I mean, it was like, like you said, you know, you're reading the magazines and watching uh, TNN all the time. Yeah. Here, here they are. I mean, in flesh and blood, they're right in front of you, you know, you're, you're just in awe. I mean, I don't feel that way about Denny anymore because I've fished <laughs> with him many times. But. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but the, but for the first time in my life, and it and it, it and I'm so glad that this is that you this is happening to you because I I don't feel as though I have to explain it anymore. You are now accepted. You are now recognized for everything that you brought to the sport, for everything you do for kids, for everything you do in in your life that benefits other people. But for the first time, it was the last night of the tournament, and you drew Chet Dawson, and he was yeah. staying next to me. And yeah. he comes up to me and goes, hey, you know anything about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's from Jersey. You know, he's a really good fisherman. You know, nice guy. He goes, I've heard some things about this kid. He's real <laughs> aggressive. You know, I'm telling you right now, if he throws over me, his ass is out in 60 feet of water. I don't <laughs> right? So you owe me on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told oh. you were a good dude. And that you weren't going to get in his way and you were just going to fish hard, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He came back that day and told me what a great guy you were and what, what a great day you had had with him and, uh, and how happy he was for you. So <laughs> Yeah. No, we, we, we did have a good day. And he actually had a talk with me that morning, too. So Chet, Chet like Denny, Chet's a pretty intimidating dude, too. Oh, he's yeah. A guy. You know, I'm a little guy, so you're intimidated by that. So I, I made sure to keep my distance. But – I do, I do have a chat story real quick for you. So 
later on, after I qualified, I think it was maybe I was a sophomore, we had a Lake Wheeler tournament, and I Chet was fishing at the time, and now I'm a pro. And we had a little run-in on the Decatur Flats at Lake Wheeler. And Chet felt like I did something, you know, and I maybe I maybe you know. Pushing the boundaries. You most certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those things, you know, like Denny, like you remember that. You remember that moment. And that was so many, you know, that's so in, you know, it's, it's just the, this little speck, right? But you remember it. And so years later, I'm on Lake Okeechobee and I'm, I'm fishing reeds and I have this like magic stretch stretch of reeds and i'm fishing 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 and all of a sudden this guide shiner boat pulls right up in front of me and starts fishing shiners and who is it chet chet for revenge (laughs) oh like 15 years later and i had to sit there and endure watching his clients rip their jack six pounders (laughs) when i kick (laughs) so it all comes back full circle so karma huh Karma. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Chet. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> so, so, Danny, give us your perspective on Mike's career and how it started out and how, or what you, you know, really thought at the beginning. Being a southern, being a, a, a southern sport, you know, how us guys from the north came in and uh, damn Yankees. Uh, <laughs> how they changed made it. Gross. <laughs> Change the complexion a little bit. Well, I, I think it's obvious to everybody his success on the tournament side. I mean, those records will never ever go away, and those accomplishments alone, as I think Pete alluded earlier, uh, are very deserving of being Hall of Fame. But what has really impressed me about Mike over the years is how he kind of turned a career of being a very competitive, at times over-competitive fisherman into a career of absolutely helping the sport itself out. Uh, you know, all these different uh, ventures that he's participated in, uh, the stuff that him and Becky do together, uh, you know, that stuff just goes a long, long way and carries on for years. I've always said the these trophies really won't mean anything 20 years from now, but the knowledge you pass on and the people you get involved in the sport that carries on forever. So I think that's his biggest attribute that he's given to the sport, but just all around, he's very deserving of being in the hall of fame. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well Danny. said. Well said. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I, I, I think you're right. Like even now, I think, that other stuff means means a lot. It means a, it means a lot. You know, the stuff we do with the Ike Foundation means means a whole lot. You know, and and when you when you feel like you've impacted someone, and you can, you know, hear a story or see it happening, that that's it's all worth it because of those moments. So, very true. Well, yeah. it's very very deserving, and uh, that's a great compliment and great observation, Denny. And you kind of alluded to this, Dave, but I, I want when when he came out, when he first came out on tour, Denny, um, I know 
like Dalfit was worried about you and he had a bad reputation. <laughs> Did what what were your thoughts about this young brash kid? Or were you uh you know, wh- where was your head at when this guy crashed on tour? Well, I I wanted to kill him a few tournaments. <laughs> 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 Which I'd rather have somebody over competitive. You got to be competitive in order to be successful. If you're not competitive, you're just donating your money. So I didn't really fault him on that. I I just felt that he thought he owned a lot of my water there a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was told that I really didn't own that water by the tournament director. So it is what it is. But uh, no, I I gotta see Mike's career progress over the years and. I think when we're young, uh, we all probably do some things we wish we hadn't done. Uh, don't handle the negatives quite as well as we should have. But a- a- as time goes on, shoot, I got to work seminars together with Mike and saw how professional he can be, how, how he handled the crowd and everything, especially how he dealt with kids. So now uh, I got nothing but positives to say now. I <laughs> probably uh, there were some times. Uh, I'd have really liked to grab him by the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, I, did did that actually happen? Did you guys actually get face to face on the water ever? I, I don't remember. Anything. No, no. He won post personal ones, yeah. but no, you, you just run through my stuff and keep going. I I I have mellowed out a little uh, as my career went on, but uh, you actually go around people now. I I I was very I was very. You know what I'm saying? Do you now go around people? I mean, or do you save hop. the extra half a second and cut right through their water? <laughs> funny hop. It's hard to change. Dude. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> it's hard to change, but I, you know, you you hit it on the head, Danny. I think you look back at your career. And you do, uh, you, you you can look at highlights, right? That's the easy one. All these things you've done right, but I've done a lot of things wrong, you know. But the interesting thing is, I don't, I don't think I would go back and change them, you know. It's like you learn from them, but I'm mm-hmm. glad those mistakes happened, right? I'm glad I made some of those failures because I think it molded who who I am, who I am today, who I am now, and and it, I think it's molded. The direction my career went in so so i think the failure is okay um and the other thing is i think it's good that you know you stick to who you are you know and 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 i look back at you know those moments where um you know or early early on trying to fit in i think was a bad thing for me and then when i eventually just said screw it this is who i am i'm going to stick to it and I'm still that person. So I think being true to yourself is very important. I think successful anglers like like Denny, he's the same dude that he always was. He's, you know, and I think you have to be like that. And I think people can see that genuineness in, in you, right? You, you know, like that, that's real. And when people see that, they respect it, whether they like you or not, right? Denny, you have people that love you. You have people that have hated you in your career as well. But whether they loved you or hated you, they had to respect you because you are who you are. You, you've been the same Denny from day one. And, and that's good to be 
the same. You know? He actually still looks like the same Denny. Yeah, you've aged very well. <laughs> Dave, yeah. not so much, but Denny, <laughs> you've aged really It's well. like he's drinking baby rabbit blood or something. I don't even know what he's doing, dude, but he looks amazing. <laughs> You got to see him up close. He don't look all that good. Yeah. yeah. I'll compliment you, Dave, so you don't have to throw shade on Denny. Thanks, You're looking thanks, rather Dave. muscular, Dave. How's that? Uh, now, <laughs> you, might, you, know, you know, I think the, I think the point, the, the, the odd thing is, is this. You know, Mike, wherever you've been uh, misconstrued or, you know, people took exception to what you were doing, and the same with Denny. You know, those people that took exception to some of the things that he did, what you were doing was all because of your passion for the sport. Yeah. You know, it's the passion that carried you to those moments. It's the passion that carried you to that success, you know, and it's the passion that's carried you to what you do, what you've done outside of fishing for the industry, for the sport, for all of us who followed you, you know. Um, so, it's hard to fault somebody for being passionate. And that, that's what I try. I've always tried to explain to people who've come up to me and go, Hey, you know, this guy. Yeah, I know him. I know him really well. He's a good friend of mine. Okay. But, you know, whatever you're saying about him, it's because of his passion for the sport that he does these things. Okay. And if you look into it, you'll understand that's what drives him is the passion for the sport. So, um, you know, that, that, that's something that you're both to be commended on. That was, that was really nice, Dave. Thanks for coming on and making his head bigger. But let's be honest. You have known him for years. We have lived. Actually, he lived. I mean, I think I think you had to take him as a dependent for at least one year, a few years ago. He's on my tax reform. Let's, let's hear a real story. Come on. Come on. Well, the worst, the worst, well, the toughest thing I've ever had with Mike was the day he broke the rod at the uh, Texas Tech. Texas oh. Remember? Oh, I, the who, who could yeah. forget? That was the fish yeah. off. Yeah, that was the fish off. Oh, yeah. That was when the yeah. PAA had the worst tiebreaker rules in the history of bass fishing <laughs> and made me go back out and fish against Keith on his home lake for an yeah. hour. Uh, well, they, they were what they were, and we were all played by them. <laughs> the reality of it is I learned a valuable lesson there, okay? And I think I still have Drew and Riley's phone number in my phone just in case I ever run into that situation again. <laughs> because that was, not, that was not pretty. No. I thought it was awesome, actually. Well, it, it, what happened? Like, you, I, I, saw, I saw the aftermath of you the other fish getting caught right yeah. you, you got the news yeah and then you went ballistic on your rod yeah I, so what 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 are you talking about dave what well, went I, what went down no nah, i mean so, i was just i mean i'm upset becky I was bailed upset. and said dave you get him on stage if I, you I was upset <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean understandably I, mike was extremely upset okay he had lost the tournament all right uh, you know in a, in a um it was a it was a fish off, you know what I mean? The first guy to catch one, and he actually caught several along the dam there. They just didn't measure, they were just short. So uh, how about so the poor bastard that was his marshal that took the call and had to tell him? <laughs> no one talks about that guy. Yeah. No one ever yeah. talks yeah. about well, that guy. That guy I feel for He's him, but like I'm the guy who had to get him back to the venue, not only to get on stage, but to take a polygraph test. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, give he give was the not going to do it. Lost the polygraph. They gave you a polygraph. Why did they? Here, here's your L and a polygraph. At the moment, and, and so, I mean, everybody, if you're a competitor, you can relate to this. The moment yeah. when you're, you've lost or you've come in oh second, or God. you know, it's a. I've gotten better with it, but at that point, it was hard for me to swallow for the first 24, 48 hours. Wait, wait, it was so, TTBC. It's like win or go. I mean, yourself, well, no, right? there was a pro- no, there was a prize. Yeah, you got thirty-five polygraph. Yeah, but to get the polygraph, <laughs> that's like that's like that's like losing your prized hunting dog in a divorce to a wife that hated the dog anyway. Know. You know. know. Well, <laughs> well, it was the one time in my fishing career I wished I had my handcuffs with me because I was going to cuff him, put him in the car, and get him back to the venue because he was not getting in that car. I finally got him to sit yeah. in the car, and then I believe it was Becky. Correct me if I'm wrong. She got Drew on the phone, and 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 the light, the the switch went right off. He calmed right down. Everything was fine. We went through all the steps, and I'm like, (laughs) man, I just learned a valuable lesson here. This this is the deal here. Don't give me those numbers. I'm going to keep these forever. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, it's it's interesting what becomes the most viewed you know, of, of your moments in your career. And, you know, that is one of them, you know, it's like when you're Tom, when you're Tomahawk the steez. Yeah, like yeah. I got all these amazing <laughs> moments that have happened on camera. And the one that gets the billion views is me breaking a rod over the gunnel of the boat. So, but, yeah, but um, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, didn't you sign that broken rod so, for a kid? So, of course, yeah. you know, and you know how the meat, you know, so the media, the and, media. and the media is interesting. <laughs> yeah. How they, portray stuff but um so after i did that you know so one of the things that i've done wrong or right is i try to get rid of that frustration quick and then i'm just i can move on so i kind of broke the rod i got through i threw it up on the bank and then i just kind of like took a deep breath and i'm like all right and i went back up there and got it i actually trolled up there cameras didn't show that they didn't show that (laughs) i trolled up there and got the rod and i put it back in the boat and then I got back to weigh in and there was a kid there and I signed the, the rod and gave it to that kid, the rod and the reel together, gave it to the kid. So of course, none of that was shown, but. Yeah. So know. at what point air quotes, did your friend Dave read you your rights and take you to your polygraph <laughs> test? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember exactly, but. Uh, you Come on, know, Dave, you're not give it all up here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, again, you got to look, it, it's hard when something's happening at the time, it's hard to swallow, right? But I look back on that, and I didn't need to win that tournament. Keith probably needed to win that tournament at that part of his career. you know. And, and that's how life is. You look back on moments like that, and you wonder, why did that happen? You know, why did I – you know, I've lost tournaments by three ounces. I've, you know, why did that happen? I've won them by one ounce. Denny, you, you know this field. Dave, you've won them. And it's like things happen when they're supposed to happen. And, you know – you have to accept that, you know. And I, I look back at that. I didn't need, the, I didn't need to win that tournament. Danny, do you feel that way about Ish? You know? What's yeah. that? <laughs> I always look at a tournament this way, uh, Mike. If you do bad, it's history. If you do good, it's history. You're only as good as your next event, so yeah. you can't dwell yeah. on it too too much. And I think if you look at fishing as a business, and you always are looking forward to the next event. You're never going to get too caught up in how bad you are or how good you are. You're just going to develop the right work ethic and 
one thing that really impressed me about you is we had a tournament on Lake Champlain and we were staying in cabins right there on the lakeside. And I always prided myself in being the first one out in the morning doing a practice day and the last one in of the evening. I figured I probably wasn't as smart as some of the guys, but I was going to outwork them. And man, I'd have to turn around and go find another place to fish because you're trying. <laughs> so that told me a little bit about your work ethic right there. And I knew how successful you were going to be because of what effort you were putting into the sport. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's definitely, that's, that's been a help for me in my career, but I, I want to ask both you guys a question since I want to turn the tides here. And it's a great question for Dave and Denny is when, when do you know it's the right time to retire and, and call it quits? That's a big question. I, I want to know because I don't feel like I'm ready yet, but I feel like that moment is in on the horizon at some point for me. So Denny and Dave, how, how do you know when you're ready to step away from something you've done your whole life, your your career you've done your whole life? How do you know when you're ready? Well, it was easy for me. I went broke. <laughs> That's a good reason. <laughs> well, time to pack it in. Time to pack it in. <laughs> Out of money. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, All right. This, pro, this, this profound setup. How are we doing financially? We're still okay. All right. Go ahead, Denny. I mean, you know, it was easy for me because, you know, um, I just, I, you know, I wanted to do other things. Yeah. Uh, I got to a point in my life where I wanted to do other things. I was spending. Um, you know, all the money that I would win plus on my own. I've never been a good marketer, so to speak, for whatever reason. So um, it got to a point where, hey, um, you know, Denny and I now go elk hunting together. You know, I'll spend my money on those types of things, um, you know, and, and, and I retired. I wasn't making as much money as I was when I was working. Right. Um, but uh, um, it just, you know, I just kind of after a while. You know, I, I've always, uh, I've always uh, admired guys like Denny and Harold Allen and and uh, Tommy Martin, still one of them. Nixon, you know, all those years with that time behind the windshield, man, that gets old after a while. Yeah. You know, all those hours of driving from one place to another. You know, um, yeah. so I just, I just wanted to stay closer to home and uh, not worry about, the, the, you know, the national thing. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate. Uh, I'm blessed when I look at that trophy every day and think, you know, I was lucky enough to win one of those events. You know, not everybody's been able to do that. You think of the thousands, tens of thousands of guys who have won, have yeah. finished those tournaments and not won one. And and yet I'm blessed to have one in my house, you know? So yeah. um, I've, I've kind of turned my focus to, you know, the local stuff, but I do a lot of instructional stuff. Now I work with Denny at, at Kurt Dove's uh, pro bass camp and, um, Brian Snowden and Chad Morgan Taylor and I have started Future Cast Academy where we do a lot of instructional stuff. So in, in many ways, I'm trying to pass the sport along just as you are now yeah. at this point in my career. So um, that's yeah, what's important. Yeah. What's Denny that, Brian? Is it Bass University knockoff? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, 
I used to fill in at Bass University, but they don't call me anymore. So I always start my own gig. Peter? It's, it's the Bass U Summer School. That's all right. Dude. What do you think? <laughs> Peter? Uh, but Denny, tell us what, what caused you to what what signs showed up in your life where it was time to retire. Yeah, everybody's situation's a little bit different, I think, Dave. Uh, I think there's a lot of guys that would like to retire, but because our sport doesn't make everybody, you know, wealthy enough to retire, I think some of them are either forced to continue on, grabbing uh, whatever they can or get out. Uh, I was one of the lucky ones that had a great sponsor base and was able to do 10 years of ESPN TV and, uh, you know, had some success on the tournament side of things to where financially I was able to retire, you know, probably back when I was 50 years old, but I enjoyed the sport and I really wanted to do it as long as I could because of the camaraderie and being out there. I love the competition, but I kind of reached a point physically where I didn't feel like I'd give it a hundred percent day in and day out. I was going to have tournaments now and then where the stars would line up where I could win, but I couldn't put in them long practice days and, you know, just had a lot of physical issues to deal with. So I decided it was time to kind of back away from the tournament scene, uh, still work with the sponsors and still work with the industry, but, you know, really concentrate on fishing where I wanted to fish rather than being told where to fish because some of the venues we'd go to uh, on yeah. a tournament trail were places I'd never go to on vacation. I can tell you that. And I'm dead from an awful good lake, Lake of the Ozarks, to be in a spot where I had an opportunity to catch double-digit fish and also be in the middle of some of the best hunting in the world. So, uh, you know, I had just other things I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, it, it's, a hard, it's a hard decision, right? It's got, it's got to be right for you, I guess, right? Everybody's sure. different, so it's got to feel right. I think you just have to have a mission afterward. Right. Because if you stop working, you start dying, you know? And right. I don't know. Yeah. You got to have yeah, something. Exactly, to Dave. You, you got to have a plan afterwards, you know? And, and whether it's going to be, Mike, you want to spend more time with Vegas and Steli, or, you know, you want to focus more on the Ike Foundation and other things that you're doing, you'll know yeah. when it's going to be. But right now, man, I, I know your passion is to get back to the classic and hopefully win another one, you know? Yeah. And 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 I, I'm a believer, dude. I I think you can do it. I think you'll do it soon before you retire again. So you know, you'll do it again before you retire. So, um, but you'll know. You'll know. Yeah, I appreciate it, Denny. What can I expect at the uh, Hall of Fame induction? People going to throw popcorn at me or <laughs> rotten fruits and vegetables? What's going to happen? <laughs> I've heard a lot of rumors, uh, <laughs> so many that I've come up with an excuse to not go. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm afraid it's going to be TV, but uh, now. Say their name, Danny. <laughs> Names. It's a very rewarding night for you. It's very professional. It's a, a very well done event. Uh, you will be very, very glad that you're being inducted, and it'll be a very proud moment for you and your family. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait. We're we're a few days away. Uh, I'm, it doesn't feel real. Like just now, this moment, talking about it and having these guys on, uh, it's pretty special. So uh, very excited. Can't wait. You, you'll Good love it. Like, you, you'll be yeah. taken back by everything that goes on there. You know, 
Um, I was fortunate enough years ago, I was able to introduce Harold Allen when he was inducted, you know, uh, yeah. did a little, little introduction speech for Harold and then, then, you know, um, witnessed his induction, you know, obviously, um, really good friends with Denny, you know, um, I bust his chops all the time when we're fishing and we're not catching anything. Hey, could you do some of that Hall of Fame shit so we can catch something? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I, I've been blessed, you know, to, to know you guys and fish with you guys. And it's really done extremely well. Um, you're going to be really, really happy when it's over. You're going to be taken back by, by how you're treated there and, and the whole, the whole ceremonial part of it. So uh, it's, it's really nice and well, well-deserved, my friend. Well-deserved. Who knew back in 94 this was going to happen? It's crazy. You know? Yep. Crazy. All those nights we all slept together in those little cabins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. The frat house. It's been a yeah. wild ride. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, you're going to have half of New Jersey there uh, with you, I a think, anyway. A lot of anyway. New Jersey will be there. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the old, old club guys will be there. It's going to be going to make it really really special to have a lot of those guys there so it's going to be great is it a, is it a big auditorium or is it, it how many people will be there dave Do it's you a know? circular room on the balcony school. looking down well, yeah, i'm just curious is it yep. is it uh, is There'll it open a couple people there? no it's a big it's a gigantic room okay you know there'll be probably between two and three hundred people there uh, yeah is I was I was on the podcast and I started mentioning it and I'm like, come on out and join us at the Hall of Fame, you know, induction for Mike. And I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't open to the public. Well, <laughs> just come out and crash it. Well, they could buy a ticket. They could buy a ticket. They could buy a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's really top shelf. Yeah, they also have an auction. So you can support the Hall of Fame through their auction. Right. From their website, right. which they support different scholarships. And, and Is it streamed at all? Is it streamed on like YouTube or Facebook or anything? Oh, that's or a Jeffrey? good question. That I don't know. But no. just pray no. they don't let Kevin Van Dam do the auction part again. He right? probably does. Oh, it's terrible last year. <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not an auctioneer trust me <laughs> right, so here's a better idea let's have a, a wrestling match live between boyd duckett and chase anderson wrestling together <laughs> that's go. a good idea that and would that we'll would generate that some live. money that would we'll generate money through that yeah that would be big i like that idea i could see the both of them just Threatening to sue each other. <laughs> yeah, their lawyers are in front of them. No, no one, pointing. no one ever. There's no actual physical contact. You think right, you right. think they're you think the lawyers are like their coaches to like let's start arguing with each other. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Beck, questions. I have one question. I have one more, Denny. I feel bad because I'm asking you more questions than anything. But let me just put this bluntly. Today we, uh, I was actually supposed to fish today. I had made the final day at the Toyota series on the Potomac and they canceled today because of high winds. I, I want to ask you because you've been doing it. You've, you've done it a long, long time, longer than me. And I've done it a long time. Has this sport become a bunch of pussies? <laughs> Danny, Danny, when did people become uh, endangered species? That was, Jersey way of saying, hey, I, I mean, Denny, honestly, now? do you, you remember the days? Dude, they would do trip 10 foot waves. Trip would we're let running us out, out of people, Mike. Anything, 
Dude, running out dude, of people. Before trip, Dewey would let us did let you guys out. <laughs> if it anything. saves one life, it didn't matter. And now the wind blows, the rain, it's raining too hard. We can't launch you. What? <laughs> it's it's part of our Sue Happy Society nowadays that you know they're scared of any little thing that's gonna happen. And I understand safety and you know, trying to take care of the anglers, but I always look forward to the bad conditions because that just, uh, you know, kind of opened up some areas where people were not going to go to because, as you say, they were pussies and they were going to stay in. Uh, if you wanted to run them big waves, go for it. Yeah. Yep. It, I think it took the advantage away, too. Like the guys that were, like you said, not scared to go. Uh, it takes that advantage away. The guys that are good at running rough water, they they lose that advantage. Right. Uh, the guys that are capable of catching fish in six foot seas, right? You know, which is a skill that few possess. Yeah. You know, and it just it takes that right out of the equation. Yeah. See now, it's, I, it's all live scopers. You know? I see it differently. I can remember the couple of times I fished Erie. On day two, being in like 170th place, like praying they would just call the day. <laughs> like, you sure guys are three footers, man? They are deadly as shit. They're two and a half footers. We're yeah. all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can remember a day on Champlain in an FLW event where, you know, you're in that little area there with all the sailboats and everything waiting to take off. And I told him, I gave, I handed my keys to my co-angler because I'm taking waves over the bow, just sitting there thinking, look, they're going to call this any second. Here's my keys. You can run and get the truck as soon as I get to the dock. Yeah. You know, next thing you know, boom, 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 boom. I love, I, I always like love that part of the sport where, you know, it was a little bit of that, you know, you have to work danger. through mother, yeah, danger, right? You have yeah. to work through mother nature. You have to endure those elements. I, yeah. I always love that part of the sport, and I feel like that's been taken away. I, I honestly can tell you that, in my opinion, the heyday of bass fishing was, yes. I would call it the mid early eighties yeah. to about the mid to early to mid two thousands. That was the heyday, yeah. but especially Denny, that that eighty. 80 to 90 period was, in my opinion, would never be touched ever again yeah, in this sport. Mike, just it for was so special, you know, just for conversational purposes, let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. These tournament directors all talk to each other. We've had guys die. We have. There's been yes. now when you're that tournament director and you've had a guy die. Yeah. You realize, honestly, how meaningless it all was when you maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, I should I should call yeah. today. But you have all these anglers looking at you like you're a wuss. If you don't, you send guys out yeah. and a couple don't come back. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, I, I it, it's hard to answer that because I don't you know, because I because we're still alive. I, well, I know, you know, when somebody dies, I know that's a that's a monumental. But thing, this, right? this is on their mind, right. you know, but hey, the, hey Dave, left, as I. I I had to make those decisions as PAA president several times. Yeah. And that's one thing that you think about. Thank is you. Is life worth this? You know, yeah. and my, my opinion was I was, I was always going to err on the side of caution. Yeah. I know I was going to take some heat for it because there's always those guys that wanted to go no matter what, you know, but I, I was not going to be responsible for somebody dying that day. 
So you're not responsible. Yeah, you know? I mean, if you if, if, uh, if you're, you're not, engaged, you're, just not. you're going to feel that way though. If somebody does, you're going to feel that. Nah, he's a police chief, dude. He, that's exactly how they think. Yeah. yeah, I'm not ripping on you for that, Dave. I'm just saying that there's a different mindset. In, in, yeah, in you don't lose any guys you're putting out there, you know. Yeah, but how many guys passed away on an elite level tour? Because I feel like there is a difference with elite level anglers knowing how to navigate yeah. waters versus I don't think any maybe like I would say zero I can't recall where you've got guys on the water that maybe don't have as much experience yeah and, and maybe and, don't know how to navigate and the other part of it is listen if you're a professional and you're engaging in that your craft or your sport you're taking that risk right athletes do it in other sports a football NASCAR whatever the sport is you're engaging in that as a professional in that sport, right? They have referees in those sports that will stop the fight or stop the competition or blow a whistle on the play. Yeah, but, but football games in the snow are, are freaking a blast. Are they not? It's the safest time to play football in the snow. Nobody runs fast. Uh, whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, I do remember tournaments. <laughs> Wrap everybody in Nerf. Everybody like, stay home and do it imaginary in your head. But, but I remember whatever. years, you know, sitting there sometimes at the ramp because there's a fog delay or there's some sort of delay. And then yeah. once they deem it safe, they send you. And then it's on you to figure out if you need it's to take you. cover or it's be on safe. you. Right. My point is, I don't know if I've ever heard of someone on an elite level actually yeah. dying. I think I think it, you err on a more cautious side, maybe on a, on it, a it's on social a media because to, everybody wants to get on there and, and just. You know, well, the the biggest the biggest so problem annoying. that I've seen in recent years is canceling on a forecast, and right. and that makes me nuts. Um, I remember, uh, Danny, you were probably in this tournament uh, out at Lake Mead, uh, the top one hundred out there, and we had uh, forecasted winds of you know giant winds. They they canceled a day, one million miles an hour. It yeah. was slick as glass on the cancellation day yeah and um the the next day it blew and i was running a long way on lake me and i remember i got pounded and i'm like you know yesterday when they canceled it was slick but i see that i over and over again like where um you know they get the forecast the night before it's and then you it's not that bad yeah you know yeah and the forecasts are terrible they're always inflammatory it's like the weather stations yeah are all trying to sell advertising and they're blowing the, the wind out of proportion. They're yeah. blowing the conditions out of proportion. Yeah. They're canceling I'd, school now on forecasts. Yeah. I'd like to see them wait yeah. until, until Derby day. Let's get up. Let's see what the actual conditions turn out to be. Pete, I have an opinion on that. I feel there are so many anglers out there now you, you'll see them they start petitioning they do they, they, do. they start, start lobbying the tournament yeah. directors yep yep really it's canceled. yeah it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad yeah. It, yeah. It's exhausting yeah and here's the interesting thing is you would think they'd be all the older guys right no, because they don't want to dude it's not. it's young guys it's yeah. middle-aged guys yep. just yep. anyone that doesn't want to fish yeah yep. they lobby <laughs> they do yeah well, that's another form of competition, I guess. I guess so. You know, try to sway the tournament director. I guess so. I don't know. I don't like it. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Denny, any tips? I've always, I've always wanted to know this. How are you so good at intimidation? Uh, I mean, six I, four, I'm sure. Really I, I really hated that you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a force of right there. I know we fished together. Uh, I probably fished out there with you for seven or eight years, and uh, I never ran into you on the water because I was scared to death. <laughs> if I knew Denny was fishing in the top half of the reservoir, I was going to pattern the lower half just to be sure. Yeah. There you have it, Mike. Just answered your own question. <laughs> hey, Pete, I, I got to be honest with you. He can be that way when you're fishing with him. Actually, <laughs> I got a quick little story for you. We were in a tournament together on uh, Lake Ray Roberts. And, uh, he hooked an absolute giant. I mean, just a giant. Uh, it was at least 12. Um, wow. And he's fought it and fought it and fought it, got it out over open water, you know, and I'm sitting there with the net, you know, and, and he's, you know, it's just straight underneath the boat. He's bringing it up. I mean, we got this thing, man. This is, this is, this is going to uh, definitely be the largest fish in a tournament and really do wonders for us for the day. Right. And he's bringing it up and bringing it up. And I'm, I'm there with the net, just waiting to see this thing come up because we had seen it jump. It was gigantic. Right. And all of a sudden, here comes the jig flying up out of the water. Right. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> you know, and he just spun around on that seat, you know, sits up there on that pedestal seat, looked at it, made another cast, <laughs> never said a word. And I'm looking at him, you know, wow. Only about a half an hour later, I, look, I looked up there and I went, so. What do you think happened? He just kind of eased around that seat, looked at me, and said, "How the do I know?" I went, "Okay." I thought he was going to say you were a little slow on the net, net boy. Yeah. Thanks for your alligator, man. I was afraid to talk to him for the rest of the day, and I'm in the boat with him. Oh man! You get a. Okay. Twelve pounds is a big one. <laughs> that, oh, that, hurts. that does hurt. That's when I lose a three pounder. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Crazy. Crazy. So, so did you get your question answered there, Pete? Uh, you know, he just intimidated me out of getting an answer. So I, I'm too intimidated to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit here and be satisfied. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, should we check? Let's check the uh, Ike Live social feeds real yes. quick before we shall we before we move on. Mike, is this sinking in at all? It, no, no, not, none of this. Uh, you told about the Hall of Fame thing. Not a yeah, deal for you. Yeah. No, it, I don't think it's has. I don't think it's going to hit me probably until after it's over. Um, right. You know, Becky's been bugging me for a couple months now since since they announced it about, you know, preparing for the night. And I haven't I haven't done anything. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Every time I think about it, I don't think it's real. It's like kind of freaking me out a little bit. So I it hasn't it hasn't even set in. I, I, I don't I don't think it's going to set in until it actually happens, you know, so it's it's amazing. It's just amazing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I can't think uh, if I think of the accolades in my career, I think it's it's right there at the top. 
you know, for me. It's oh, very actually, important, you know. Yeah. Right Have there. you ever been to the Hall of Fame? I've never been to one. I'm very, very excited to, to go. I've never okay. been to one. It's, nope. it's really impressive. The actual Hall of Fame itself is very impressive, um, you know, and it's, 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 it's amazing to me to think that, you know, back in the early 90s, meeting you and Pete and Soli Brothers and Schaefer, yeah. all these guys we all stayed with, you know, that, uh, you know, we had the success that we had, and now here you are, you know, you've reached the pinnacle, dude. You know, so so proud of you, so happy for you. You know, Thank you. Um, I, I just can't wait for this night to happen. I want to see. Uh, you're going to shed some. I know you're Italian. You're going to shed some tears that night. I probably will. I probably yeah. will. And I'm, I'll am i tell you this. I'm super proud, and, and I'll throw it back at Denny on this one, too, because I know Pete and Dave and, and uh, this Dave here, I'm very, very proud of my roots at the club level and the federation level. And Denny, I know you came through that route as well. And um, that's important. Like I, I, I'm going to talk about that for sure at, at some point, but I'm so, so proud that I came from that route and not, a, you know, not another place, mm -hmm. you know, are, are you the first Northern Italian they've let into the uh, whole thing? <laughs> it could be. Damn, damn Yankee. Damn Yankee. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Never thought of it's that. It's going to be right, a special it. section, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a question here uh, coming in. This one is from Steve Pellegrinus. Mm. And Steve's question. Steve with the fire questions. Uh, Steve, this one's for <clears throat> Denny. This one's for you. Steve says, Mike, congrats on the Hall of Fame uh, induction. <laughs> and quick question for Denny Brower. Denny. Is it true that forward-facing sonar has made average fishermen good since 2017? Oh, snap. Oh, boy. <laughs> Denny? You know, I, I guess I don't know the answer to that, but I, I'm sure there's some guys that that's their strength. That's what they do best, and they're going to be successful when it's right for using forward-facing sonar, but when it's not right, they're going to really struggle. Uh, they're not going to be a complete fisherman. So I'm sure in some cases that's very, very true that it's made some guys heroes. But I think in the long run, if you're going to be successful over time, you really got to be a complete fisherman. And just look at forward-facing sonar as another tool. I think you need to learn how to use it, be very efficient with it, because uh, you just look at some of these smallmouth tournaments they have. If you weren't doing that, you weren't being, you know, competitive at all. So uh, if you're going to try to win, you got to be very versatile nowadays and learn how to utilize all your tools. And that's just another tool. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. And I think it's dynamic and changing too, because I think the fish are getting more educated to forward facing sonar all the time. Yeah. Uh, I've heard. Uh, uh, what was that, Danny? That is definitely going to happen. They always, always adjust, always adapt. We're always going to be one step behind them. Yeah. We, we had uh, um, Drew Benton on was talking about uh, he's catching now 5% of the fish that he sees. And uh, that continues to drop. Wow. That's going to, you know, continue right. to plummet. Gets more challenging, new baits, new yeah. tactics, strategies. Yeah. Uh, the fish are getting used to it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. I, I know I mentioned it, but. I, another piece of that a magical error of bass fishing for me 
call it like 80s to mid 2000s. Like, I'm so glad that my career, yeah. the thrust, the main part of my career happened then, you know, yeah. and, and not now because, and, and I'm you not, don't, you don't think when you started, if you hit forward facing at the beginning, I, you don't think you would have I don't adapted. So I quick. don't know, but there is something that forward face. There's something that it takes away from, for me of for fishing. Like, mm. and I'm not a hater. Like I, I accept that it's a technology, but like, I, I love the fact that it was, me out there finding the fish with my lure, like finding the fish, like working to find the mm-hmm. fish. I love that I was in the sport at that time, not out there just, you know, flashlighting around the whole time. You know? Right. But that's everything now. They, they, that's how people are dating. <laughs> yeah. You just have to go put work in at the bar to find your love of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not you anymore. Now good. you just see her on a thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're using four you sonar to get you just, laid. You just bring your mega mega live to the bar. You just put your best Chris, picture on there around. from ten years ago and hope for the best. Yep. Here, look. Yeah. Here's my Peronis. Look at four facing. See my Peronis over there. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, listen. I got another question related to forward facing. Oh, uh, no, Brian has more questions. Oh, okay. Oh, more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Brian hasn't spoke yet. This will be the first <laughs> one of the night. <laughs> be the first one. Thank you, Rebecca. Cheers to you. Uh, and this one comes from Drunkwood. Oh. You all know John King. Uh, and this goes to everybody. Uh, Mansu, Denny, and Pete, especially you, Pete, because you just had Randy on. Bass you. You think Randy is so anti-technology. Randy Blockett is super, Randy Blockett. Yeah. think he's so anti-technology. He only uses magazines. <laughs> 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 That's pretty funny. I'm not sure I'm gonna touch that. <laughs> Peter, it's on you. Uh, yeah, we 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 had that debate, right? And I, and I wanted to bring Randy in, into that debate because he's he's just such an outspoken, outspoken against it, and uh, you know he just you know really really feels like it's taking the magic out of fishing. And um, and that and that's fishing and other things. Well, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. B, but what do you think? You know, I don't know. I think I think he just loves the sport of fishing, and he'd like to see that technology go away. I don't. I don't buy. I don't agree with a lot of his arguments. I really don't. I don't agree with him. I think. I think the technology has been amazing. I think it's helped me understand how fish move that I never knew. Like the Lake Champlain Elite Tournament, where the the you know we learned that those fish are offshore. They come up off the bottom and chase the bait, and where they chase it. And you know, I want to I want to be able to figure out where they move on the rivers that we fished. Our so whole is Randy lives. using oh. sources other than magazines, Peter? Brian, answer you answer that question. You know what, I'm though? You. <laughs> All right, listen. I don't want to get too philosophical, but what if it's our generation recognizing this immediate information and how detrimental it is to people coming up? when we see the benefits of having to work for things non-technology related where people now don't have to, they don't have to well, work the same. I, I dis well, with respect to this, I huh. think the work is there. You got to learn the technology. Then you got to learn how to use it. You got to learn how to trigger the strikes. It's still fishing. It is. I mean, you see them there. It's well, not that you easy. have to learn how to use the technology. The young people don't have to learn. They just no, they're cyborgs well, they, immediately they, dialed into they it. They just grew up they with are. technology. 
that's true. Let's see it in Vegas. But you can yeah. see it in kids that, that got to go fishing with their dads at the age of four. You know, the same thing. They just like they're like we, they, you know, Jacob Prosnick or uh, who were some of the other naturals at fishing. They just seem to be gifted at it. And it's probably because they've been doing it since they came out of the womb. You know, they've been out bird hunting and fishing yeah. and um, and the kids today, you know, a lot of kids today, they, they gravitate toward it because it, maybe it's the video game thing. I don't know. I can tell you, you know, here's and uh, I think Danny and Dave can both relate to this because this is this is a story from Watts Bar that I just competed at. And I'm 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 rooming with a couple guys and they're they're all talking about the brush piles. Right. There's thousands of brush piles on Watts Bar and, um, you know, how they're they're finding 100 a day or, you know, got all these points. And I'm and I'm like so deficient. I'm like. Dude, I've been graphing for two days, and I have not found a single brush pile. <laughs> and I'm—I mean, I've got my—I've got my side imaging on, and I'm—I'm I'm scanning. I see the grass clumps, and I'm like, "What the hell are they talking about?" And then, uh, the, so I go out the third day. I'm, I'm committed. I'm going to find brush piles, and I reached into my shirt, and I'm like, I put on my reading glasses, and then I found a hundred brush piles. <laughs> I, I could not I, I couldn't see him I couldn't see him now I know like now the my the point is like the kids standing at that unit you know six feet away from that unit their the clarity of their vision is just simply advanced I think they can see things better yeah you know, and I've, I've, uh, we, Trey McKinney did the 18 year old. the oldest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I think they can see things better. <laughs> I, I, they have better vision. <laughs> Trey, Trey, Trey actually uses, uh, like, what is it, rose glasses or a different hue of, uh, of lens. Oh my to be oh, able to, to be able to that's like seventies mafia. Remember when they would wear yeah. the rose colored sunglasses, yeah. dude? To be able to see the images better, they pop better. Serpico. On uh, <laughs> Serpico had rose colored glasses. Brian, is that the answer you were looking for? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Best <laughs> things better. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, it was awesome to have you on, and it's it's uh, it's amazing. I still can't believe it, but it was great having you guys on the show tonight. Thanks for coming on. It was an honor. Yeah, it was an honor, my friend. And I, I'm again, I, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I, I can't wait to uh, witness all this next week. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Congratulations again. Thanks, Denny. Thanks, Dave. Yep, Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Pete, Pete, are you coming? I'm there. I'm, oh, co finally got a I'm coming to your barbecue, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry. You missed the RSVP deadline. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm we gave I'm, your spot away. I'm Jersey. I'm crashing. Yeah. <laughs> With his glasses. So he knows what house he's going yeah. to. He's yeah. walking in the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, great to see you guys. Can't wait to see you next Thank week. You guys. We'll see you Thanks, next Dave. Week. Yeah, for real, man. I could not see that stuff.
I had I put the glasses on and there it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean my readers have gone everywhere with me right now. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I have them everywhere. I have one. I have these are my truck readers. Oh yeah. yeah. I have my They're work truck and readers. I have dope. my garage readers and I have the house readers. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> readers stuff. Right. That was awesome. That was amazing. That was awesome to have yeah. Denny on there. Yeah. And I got I'm glad I got to tell him that Biffle story because yeah. that happened and he remembered it. Well, what he did remember? You no, know, what he, he didn't say, and neither did you. What was said? I mean, it was it was like every like the intimidation was every curse word you could imagine, like every intro and to I've the Dukes of Hazard. I've heard them all because I grew up in a house like my grandfather cursed. I I've yeah. heard curses since I was three years old, dude. Denny, I mean, it was fuck, fuck. You know, every curse word, so intimidating, so like just you know that. The tone, the voice, the posture, the closeness of the boats that he left, that he used that intimidation to drive him from that entire riprap, a quarter mile it, of riprap. It worked? It worked. And Tommy left and fished another bridge where I think we caught like one or he caught one or two. I didn't catch any. And then we went flipping docks the rest of the day. And it worked. So he was a quarter mile away. Yeah, where it was a really long, like an entire South Jersey lake away. It was a long, <laughs> expansive stretch of riprap. Uh, Very long, expansive. It was longer than my driveway. It was three, two or three of my driveways. Dang! Wow! Jeez. Oh yeah. And we we crack on Biffle like. I want to claim the <laughs> the southern part no. of the lake to the northern no. part of the lake no. is all mine. Nope. He got away with it. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Got Biffle stepping. Yeah. And it happened. You know, it was great. Yeah. It was awesome to see that. You know, it was cool. But it was awesome having Denny on and, and yeah. Dave. That was super nice. I mean, this the, like, the, like when we were young, reading Bassmaster, right? Because there was no internet. Yeah. Re reading, like to think he would be congratulating you. You know, it's so wild. 35, it's, 30 years down the road, it's something. It's one of you know? those wild moments of like, you can't even believe yeah. it. It's it's happened. Be cliche, know? surreal, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the guys we've had on this show. Yeah. You know, a lot uh, of guys we read about. Linder. It's cliche to be back here right now. Like, we had Linder on. Or, I mean, we surreal. Had, but Brian and I fish with Roland Wrong Martin. Word. Roland Martin at the end of the fishing <laughs> day pulls out of his pocket a freaking uh, one of these. Come on. Gives one to Brian. He's like, "You guys drink? You guys drink?" <laughs> I look at Brian. I look at ever. I look at Roland. He's like, "Yeah." Reaches in his pocket, and he's got these. He's got you guys one. drink. He's got one. Do you like to drink? He gives, <laughs> like he it's gives, prohibition he gives or something. Brian one. He goes in his pocket, pulls out another one. Dang. He gives me one. Puts it down, and he pulls it. He goes to his other pocket, and he's got another. <laughs> he's fished all day. And he's and he, pulling these out of his pocket. He wears those shorts where the pockets are like trapper keepers oh, yeah. on each side, dude. dude They're like gigantic. And I'm like, and I'm like, just what you just said yeah. is, is going through my mind. And I'm like, this is Roland Martin. Yeah. I just fished with Roland Martin, and he just gave me a. He's giving me shooters. Fucking yeah. whatever it out was, of his pocket so, comfort or whatever it was. And it I'm was, like, it was Captain. Captain. It was Captain Morgan. And dude, it was warm. It had it was body temperature. <laughs> yeah, it Roland Martin's body heat. Warm. Yeah. And I was just like, it, Tiger Blood. It was never going to get yeah. any better than this. <laughs> you know what I'm like, yeah. Breeding oh, yeah. temperature. I'm drinking that. Wow. <laughs> we just. <laughs> 
I, I think it's time for a break. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, let's let's let's, let's drink that. Yeah. Come on, Beck. Man up. I hate cinnamon. Man up. <laughs> Like, I don't mind shooting Congratulations, Mike. Congratulations. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you, Pete. Cheers, Pete. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. Love Love you. Cheers, guys. Love you guys. Love you. Oh, hey. Is that what you and Roland did? Did you just shoot it? I shot that punk shit. You rolling in BTC. <laughs> <laughs> when, when was that? That was... Uh, Couple years ago. Oh, that's I, recent. I call it two, three years. Is that pre-COVID? Two. No. Or after COVID. That was just uh two years ago. I don't know. I have no sense of time. Oh, that's pretty bad. Poor Brian don't even get the cred being with Mike. He's like the lesser athletic Manning brother, you know, like doesn't even get mentioned. <laughs> like the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, the fourth <laughs> one in the that's not true, though. you know. That's not true. What he went and got merch made and you canceled the show a week later. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Like even now, even 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 now, like just at the last iCast, Brian's still walking around oh, signing yeah. autographs yeah. and shit. Yeah, is he he is. Is. yeah. So that's All not right. true. Yeah, you are. You know you are. Don't lie. Nah. Can, can we take a break? Like... Mm. All right. Take a break. All right. Uh, hang in there with us. We're going to take one break. He's the Kevin. He's the We only have one break. One, and it's it's a little lengthy, but bear with me because we have this super awesome slideshow that got put together. Okay. Hang in there. We're going to so, do a slideshow. We'll come back. and Mike, Brian's like the Kevin Sorbo of bass fishing at these <laughs> events now. <laughs> Hercules, Pete. Remember Hercules? The, yeah, that's who Kevin Sorbo is. <laughs> Yeah, like the modern Hercules. He came on after Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the actor. He played Hercules. It was Kevin Sorbo. All right, hang in there. When we come back, more Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> We'd face the world on our own Before we collide Can we just take a moment Collecting reflections of this And remember the past that we chose Spring light to us this year again Can't stand to face the fear again You could always those things It's enough to make a man feel sour Burning minutes every day by the hour Just to end up gone like everything else Consciously held back in 
and you Drowning in sorrow that's long been at rest The past is a hell It can creep up inside you So let me remind you of this Is a reason your troubles exist Spring light to us again this year Still I can't stand to face the fear Will you always laugh about those things? It's enough to make a man stay humble Every day is just a new chance to stumble Just to end up gone like everything
As I look back at everything that we talked about in this series, man, it was so awesome to be able to share it with you guys, to be able to tell the story and let it out and tell the real story of how it happened. It was so freeing to me. But the one thing that comes out loud and clear is that in life, things happen when they're supposed to happen. And when I look back on my highest highs and lowest lows, they all came at times when they were supposed to happen. So as I close this series out for you guys, I can tell you that I don't know when I'll be done in professional fishing, in competitive fishing. I don't know when that will be, but it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. Supposed to happen. Uh, Justin, who used to work for us, did that. We are back on. Somber. Scramble. Wow. So everyone here did not take a pee break. And, yeah. uh, now we need one. You all just now we need a pee break. Now we need a pee Let's break. take a break. Becky Pearl Harbored us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video was awesome. Huge shout out to Billy Strings for letting us use. That yeah, song. that's that's a great yeah. song. I love that song. Yeah, I do. Now too. it means a lot more too. Yeah, it's a great song. Billy just got married. Speaking yeah. of, uh, yeah, he did. Billy, yeah. Yeah. Why? Awesome. Nobody told him. Why did you do that? <laughs> no, actually, we had we sat with him and uh, Allie yeah, at the classic this year, and she was, was cool. at the classic. He was yeah. at the classic. Nice. He, dude, he was Stuck at the in. classic, totally on a download. Yeah, like just like just like walking around, like hiding yeah. out, chilling. You know, nice. yeah. it was fun because I feel like he's talked a lot about Allie, about yeah. how awesome she is, and especially when he got the boat and everything, how they went out yeah. on it. So it was kind of nice to meet her. Yeah, cool. she, she was, was cool. Sweet. She seemed super yeah. down to earth. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got like, we got nothing now. No, we got nothing now. I know after that, that should have been like the grand finale of the it show. Really, I, sorry. I did it as a commercial break. And oh, that I was totally, amazing. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Dave, say, save us. Say, oh, what? Plus what on Pete or something. May, but, uh, nah. I nah. What? What? What was Brian crying? Oh, who? Brian was damp. Brian was damp. Moist and lovely. Yeah. During... I lost it at least three times when I watched it. I'm like, now I just choke. Now you're no, numb I to it. Yeah, I'm a little better now. Uh, it's hard. I wasn't ready. Nobody told me. <laughs> that was a nice moment when you came over, Brian. Gave Mike a big hug. Oh, yeah. Stop it. The funny thing is, though, that like video yeah. was great because it took all the 
beautiful moments, you know? But <laughs> what if Justin edited one with all the horrible moments? Stop. Like, I feel like we talk too much about that time. Like, <laughs> like the rod through the wall. <laughs> oh, if we only had drive footage, you know? All the pickerel that went flying. Stop like it. <laughs> All right, well, listen, Stop here's it. a great Allegedly. Listen, Allegedly. I've, got, I've got a great segue because I think Eric actually just gave a great question. He said, question for Ike. Are there any lures that are incredibly special to you in certain wins or what baits were core to you Psycho. winning ways over the years? Which <laughs> great is question. Great question. Epic Eric, we've actually yeah. decided to do a YouTube series on this, which is yeah. coming out. So check out YouTube, but Mike, you can comment. Epic Eric? Epic Eric, great yes. question. I love it. Yes. No, I mean, every, you know, it's funny because when we had Denny on and I told him that story and he remembered instantly. Dude, the thing about fishing, if you're like a hardcore fisherman, is you remember the fishing fishing stuff. The mm. other stuff you sort of don't remember, you know, like yep. I forget a lot of stuff, but I remember like if it if it ties to a tournament or a fishing experience, you remember it, you know? So like yeah. all the wins, I remember the baits, like the baits are really key. I have a lot of them. I have a handful of them, which is cool. You know, you give Epic give Epic Eric three. Three baits. Three baits, um, th three key baits. So the Bassmaster Classic win, you know, of course, is is probably the key one. I have the jig from that tournament, which is a man stone jig. Wow! I have that jig. The the jig. The jig. I have Dang. the baby minus one that I used in that tournament that I donated to the Hall of Fame. So we'll get to see it hopefully in the display. The actual baby minus one that I used. Uh, wow. So that that's cool. And then like um, the other one that uh, is a good one is uh, the crankbait that I used to win the James River. And that's more recent, but I had that crankbait. And it was crazy because the crankbait survived. And it's one of the reasons I kept it. So it was this, it was a grapple of DT6. Mm. And I caught him on it every day. And this is, the, this is the craziest story. I don't even know how to explain this. And the last day of the tournament, I had caught like two or three big ones, good ones on it for that tournament. And, dude, I broke it off. I snagged yeah. it on something, and it broke off. And I'm like, shit. And, dude, I went up this creek. I was fishing in the back of these little creeks, went all the way up it. And I'm coming back down. Uh, of course. I find <laughs> fucking float namelessly. It was floating. Of course dude. it was. Naturally did it, it did was. Did it have a five pounder attached to it? It didn't. No, but I found this crankbait and I'm like, what the like and I yeah. saw like how did I even see it? Yeah. But I remember like saying to my partner, like, look at the like it's meant to be. And I have that crankbait. Like, so like baits yeah. like that you remember, you know. Yeah. The rest of us would have foul hooked an endangered sturgeon or something <laughs> with it, you know, and in the gills. <laughs> But it's not just it's not just lures though. It's like hats, unbelievable, like hats and stuff. Like the year that I won Angle of the Year, I wore the same hat the whole year, yeah. and I had that hat. That's yeah. cool. That's a cool piece of memorabilia. Yeah, same hat you the know? whole year. But Pete, who else same has that kind of lightning strike? Like it floats to the surface. Like is that ever has that ever happened <laughs> yo, to you? Yo, yeah. it's been this way. No, I know it is. Like I but remember how I, I remember back in front of me. Walking the tracks, the railroad tracks. Yeah, finds a diamond. <laughs> there was five of us, dude, and Mike was like the back of the line, <laughs> and we're walking the tracks to go to the pizza star or something like that after a dance or whatever. 
at vaults. Oh, satellite or and pizza like, stone, yeah. yeah, yeah, it might have been satellite. But uh, fucking Mike finds finds a twenty dollar bill, twenty dollar yeah. bill. <laughs> no, that's a lot of money back. That's then. That's a lot, dude. But like that's a lot of money. But it's just like four of us would step in dog shit, and Mike would find a twenty. No, I know. You know, <laughs> it's been that way forever. I never knew that crankbait was just floating, waiting for you to find it and put it in a trophy case. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. Now you know it's funny that, dude. The I, I, we've actually talked about this on the show before, but the 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 moment that I think about is like the the drive back from the Bassmaster Classic when I won. Pete, it was Pete and John McGraw were in the truck. Dude, that was the most amazing drive back because we were we were driving from louisiana to a big ass ride yeah that's a big ride no sleep no sleep and the whole (laughs) way we were just like theorizing like you know what we could do Mm -hmm. and like you know because you win you win something like that like changes the the course of you know your career and changes the momentum of things you know and i remember dude we just talked forever and ever and like like this and this and this and this like just talking about what could happen and they're like it all it all happened. Pretty much all happened, didn't it's it? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. Even better than the crankbait, I'll, for people that have never heard this story, Mike, I'm gonna set it up for you to tell. Okay. So Mike finds this crankbait, you know, floating aimlessly, grabs it. <laughs> well, Mike almost drowned to death in Cooper River in freezing cold water and had to oh shed some God. clothes. Oh my god. All right, Mike, I'm gonna set it up. Yeah. So you almost drowned to death. You had to shed clothes to get back in the boat. Carry on. Dude, true story. So I, 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 in a Coleman crawl that in a John boat, I fell in practicing for a tournament that we were going to have for a top rod tournament we we're going to have. And dude, I fell in, I reached back then we used to run two trolling motors, one on the front, one on the back. Right. So I went to the back and I turned on the back motor. And when I did it, I kicked one of my rods in. This was early on before we were, we were buying them. Mm hmm. And, dude, my instinct was to go, like, right in, right for the rod. Grab the rod. And I'm like, yeah, got the rod. The boat's gone. Oh. Because the back motor was on. Yep. And at that part of Cooper River, it was like I was halfway between the bank or a roadbed that I knew about that yep. was out there. And I'm like, I'll go to the roadbed. It's closer. Well, dude, that water's freezing. It's like, I think it was like March or April. Okay. It would have been in the 50s, low 60s. Yeah, cold. So I start getting cold, cold, and, like, start struggling a little. And I'm, like, starting to worry. I have work boots on. I have, like, you know, pants and, you know. do So I'm, I kick my work boots off. I shed my jacket, which is your club jacket at that point. It was our gang colors, dude. dude. Yeah, it was top rod, dude. Uh, yeah. You remember. Yeah. You remember. Oh, yeah. It was our gang colors. I still have I shed the yeah. jacket, dude. And get to the roadbed, and I'm exhausted. I'm like throwing up. I'm like so tired. The boat comes back to me, which is the cra- well, another. Yeah, story. I forgot about that part. Of course, the boat boomerangs to him. Yeah, did it have a twenty dollar bill? <laughs> no, no. But the jacket's gone. The jacket's gone. The whole time, and I have my rod. So the whole time I yeah. swim back, no boots, no jacket, but I got my rod. It's a win. I get in the boat. I go back to the truck. Whatever. Dude, a year a year later, <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm cranking over there <laughs> around that roadbed, just out there cranking yep. with Brian, and I'm like cranking. I'm throwing. 
and I go, there's one, there's one. Nah, nah, it's just something on the bottom. And I'm like, and I'm feeling it's like, it's like this weird, like weight, like it's kind of pulling, but not. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm like reeling it and I like get it closer and closer and closer. I'm like, God, oh, it's like a cloth or something. Dude, I swear to you, I hook it and I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, that's my jacket. Yeah. And I hook it a year later off the bottom and it's the same jacket. That's it's amazing. My, that's it's impossible. my top rod jacket, dude. Do you have you you still have it? I don't have that one because what happened is the the, the elements got to it. Yeah. So like all the stitching was gone. Yeah. But where the stitching was at, you could see it in the jacket. <laughs> so I I had ordered another jacket. So I have yeah. the jacket that I ordered to replace that jacket. Yeah. But we threw that jacket away. But I hope and the jacket. With his luck, Pete, I bet if he threw a crab trap in there, the boots would find a way to crawl <laughs> into it. <laughs> <laughs> they would. <laughs> With the fly gravity, yeah, they just defy logic and yeah. just crawl into the trap. Both of them with the laces uh, intact. Yeah, now, dude, That's one, crazy of, the, one of the coolest things that happened uh, was I fished a top rod tournament with Vegas at Cooper um, back in July. So they had top rod, you know, used to have. We had the biggest tournament ever in South Jersey, hundred plus boats every year. Yeah. And then the rowers got in there and then fishing kind of. Uh, yeah, that's where we yeah, learned yeah, about yeah. Pete. Yeah. yeah. Pete showed up to that first one. Everyone's like, dude, that dude fishes like, the, yeah. you know, he was, oh, he yeah. was ahead of everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so back in the day. So now top rods starting to bring that tournament back. Yeah. So we brought it back and I saw it on there and I'm like, looking at the date, I'm like, Oh, they, you know, fishing with Vegas. And so do we ran as far up that Creek as you could get in his crawl dead. And it was so fun, dude. We were jumping, we were jumping stuff. We push pole in like it was yeah. so like river fishing. Yeah. And we won, and it was so cool to win the old top rod tournament with him. How about man. that? With nine pounds. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's with awesome. Nine pounds. Wow. Oh, it was so cool to see it. You yeah. know. It's well, like I, full I, I have Jake has started fishing. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. You've seen them at the tournaments. Yes. It's Dave, awesome, I, dude. I, I, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, just like uh, the Union Lake tournament. Uh, he won your tournament yeah. down there with a four-and-a-half-pound smallmouth. And since then, it's been just nonstop. Cool, man. And he's, he's got he's got rod and reel combos. Like now, he's got four of them. Yeah. He keeps maintenance on. Oh, wow. He awesome. works on his tackle. How about he, it? He goes out. One of his buddies caught a six point five out of out of the golf course pond bias that Dang. where there's no fish. Just tonight, just tonight. Oh wow! So him and his buddies are fishing, and he's pestering me. He's like, "Dad, we got to go fishing tomorrow." I'm like, "Man, we got this tropical storm sitting on yeah. us, you know." And he's like, "Come on, I don't care. Let's go." I'm like, "All right, I'm in." So you know, he's he's uh, he's really. But <laughs> one of the cool things is, um, like, I've taught him how to use the boat. Like, uh, he's new to it, you know. Like, Dave's been doing the it for big a while. boat or a small boat, the big boat, okay. Using the trolling motor, yeah. Like, I launch him, yeah. He takes the trolling motor, takes the boat to the dock, I park, and he meets me, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah. having a good going. It, it's like he's he's got that part. So, he's 14. I'm like, man, he's gonna be driving pretty soon. Let me let me teach him, you know, let me get him behind the wheel of the truck. And, um, so we're we're at the uh, the Gloucester ramp, and 
you know, I got, you know, truck and park and I drive the boat up and I get Jake around I put him in the driver's seat and he's still not, he's nowhere near as tall as David is. He's just, he's five, two or whatever. So it seats way up, jacked up, but he's there. And, um, and I'm like, use your right foot and you step on the gas and, you know, you hit the you know emergency brake and then you hit the gas and you ease out. You know, you don't want to throttle it. You, you don't want to throttle it. it. Yeah. You know, you'll leave the boat on the on the ramp. And uh, so he's he's being so cautious like he is. And and he, he he's so excited and he's there and he's got his foot on the brake and he hits the emergency brake. He pops it. And then he slowly starts moving his foot off the brake into the into the gas, and the truck going starts back. going. It starts <laughs> going, going, and I'm letting it go. I'm, I'm waiting for him to react, and and then I got to I got to start hit gas, it. gas, gas, <laughs> gas. You know, and he freaking hits it, <laughs> lights up the ramp, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, go, oh stop, go, God, stop. that's sl- amazing. He slams on the brakes, and we're okay. We didn't put the truck in the Delaware River, you know, and we're on the ramp. I said, all right, first thing, let's, we're okay. It's not your fault. I, I yeah, need to, My you, fault for not yeah, figuring gotta, the rollback, I, you know? You weren't prepared oh, for that. It's yeah. my fault yep. as the teacher. Yeah. That's the first thing, look back, see if the boat's still there. And he goes, Dad, the boat's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Boats out in the middle of the freaking marine. (laughs) We just sent it. Like he went back and then forward so fast and popped everything. Gone. And uh, unfortunately, the tide pushed it against one of the dogs. That's amazing. We were able to go get it. But uh, thank God it wasn't in Pensalkin, <laughs> right? You know what I or mean? Or on the main river, yeah. Pensalkin, yeah. yeah. National Park ramp would have been out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Island. Been been swimming gone. for it. Oh my so God. We did it. We did it again, and uh, he got it. You know, he did it perfect the, the second Funny. time around. But it's cool to see him getting into it. It, yeah, it is. I saw really him cool. I, at, at Newton. It was awesome to see him, um, like work through lulls, you know, mm-hmm. like I talked to John about it john was like yeah it was crazy like you know like jake at the very end like just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and like had this flurry at the end and i'm like it's like like never give up like just yeah. keep pushing on and i'm like hell yeah he's got the bug what to do that you know because when when fishing sucks and you're not really into it you're just like ah that's my kind of put your feet yeah. up and that's that well it, it, you know? and and jake too like he's still getting it like uh like he'll chill, like just check out. But because I wasn't there and he had another kid in there competing with him yeah. out of the boat, you know what I mean? Yeah. He stayed engaged, you know, throughout the whole day. Yeah. yeah. But he's always been good at like I can always get him and say, Look, you got an hour left. Right? Let's put yeah. let's let's get it. Now's yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, and, and he 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 did he did fun. He had a good time with John. That was cool. He had a blast. He goes, I love fishing with John. You know, I want to fish with him again. McGraw. McGraw. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. He had a good time at that derby. That's awesome. Yeah. I hope hope he stays with it, you know, and keeps going. Oh, this is the greatest on, uh, uh, I keep telling fishing stories. It's fun when you're telling about your son, but we're fishing. We fished all week up there. Vegas. Oh my God. I never talked to you about fishing with Vegas. Uh Uh-uh. Like, um, I called back and I said, you know, can Vegas come out? We're going to go out fishing. You know, can yeah. he come over and he came. So I, I got, I got three boys in four boys, 
four boys in my boat. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like you know yeah. with rocks. Oh, it's man. like freaking hung up, retying, breaking uh, off, hanging yeah. up. Backlash. Oh man, can like you can you respool this? <laughs> can you tie this? Yep. Can you find this? All you're doing is just tying and and un- untangling. Sky yeah. trip ever. You, you don't get Worst to make sky trip ever. You don't get to make a cast, but yeah. it, it it's it, I'm so happy to do that job, you know, and. uh so I'm out here with all the and, and Vegas is just really slick. Like he can flip and pitch. We went up on the docks and he turned yeah. a, a nice one off of a dock and we went out and started drop shotting and switched over and just started, you know, hooking up. But uh, you know, just really uh just wanted to say that to you. Like oh, yeah. incredibly efficient, versatile, so young, you know, well beyond his years. But we were on the last day, we had to check out and the boys wanted to go fish, and I'm like, you know, you got to get the house. You know, we, we ain't going to be able to do it. We got to get everything checked out. 11 o'clock, we're gone. Yeah. They're like, Dad, we'll fix it. We'll get everything done. <laughs> so they, they're ripping sheets, packing up, load up everything. They're like, we're ready. We're yeah. done. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> Here we go. So we got about an hour and a half, and um, we run out, and we start fishing around. We get on, we're catching a few new and it's a short time, right? Yeah. And uh, we've got a half hour left, and we start seeing them, you know, and and catching one. And uh, right at the uh, right at the end, I'm like, I got, I'm like, that's it. It's you know, it's the Alamo last cast. We got to go because we got to hit the eleven o'clock checkout. And and Jake goes, wait a minute, and you could see his rod, you know, just loading. He had a Ned rig on, yeah, and he sets in like two feet of water five pounder jumps out of the water and he's like from watching you he's all around the boat he's over the raptor what are the other kids doing freaking out oh everybody's freaking out it's like pandemonium like like we have a a a thousand pound marlin on you know what i mean like everybody's just losing it right the kids are all running around i got my life jacket on with the kills i'm 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 like that's it we're yeah. out of here you I had know? enough of all you <laughs> yeah. so now i got the camera out and we're we got and this bit this keeps coming to me and the fish is just like just taking off and we landed it was a it was a side it was a five even that Dang. he caught his personal personal best that's we giant. we took pictures high five and hightailed it as fast as we could back to the dock so we could make checkout wow. you know what i mean so that's what we left that's the memory yeah. we left wow. at Thousand Island. Yeah. You know? That's a world class fish. Yeah. And we got the it, delivery it guy here. It's <laughs> pretty cool. With Panzerati? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that Thai cheesesteak was. Oh. The other ones are chicken. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm going to save mine for later. All right. So think about this. Yeah, it'd be loud on the, on the microphone. Got? Pete and Mike, this is definitely a question for you guys. Think about how you guys came up fishing, like all you guys, Dave too. And think about how it's different now for your kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's way different. It's, yeah. The, the opportunities as well. Oh, the opportunities. It's crazy. Chew into the microphone, please. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the one the the big I mean the big thing for me, and I know I know it's the same for Pete and probably for Dave is you know, like we were we were like learning on our own, like we didn't have any. There was no, you know, a lot of these young kids are Jesus didn't give us the internet. Yeah, they're thrust into all this stuff 
and they have all the access to the stuff. Mm -hmm. We didn't know shit except, you know, we were just doing it, you know, like, like you're, you didn't have anybody that fished in your family. I didn't have anybody that fished in my family. You didn't have anybody showing you, right? You, uh, I mean, you had buddies. And I, peers, well, I no. my my dad took me. Right. And we went bobber fishing. Right, or, not or, hardcore bass fishing. No, nah, nobody knew bass fishing. Right. Yeah, it was just sitting. Dad would sit on a fold-out chair. And right. Was, you know, a little cooler full of Cokes. And, yeah. And he would just sit there, and we would run up and down the bank catching perch. Yeah. You know, what? Well, that's all we knew, bait fishing. Right. You know? Yeah. We didn't know anything. I think it's a lot different now for for a kid that's, you know, that, that grows up in an environment mm -hmm. of fishing. He has a lot more access to information, you know. 100%. I've met, uh, you know, a couple of Jake's friends that are into it, and their they're YouTube is where they're getting YouTube. it. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they have the interest. They don't know they have the interest yet, and they see a couple of videos. Right. And they see these kids going out and catching them, and and they're like, "I I want to do this, you know. Right. I want to figure this out." We'd had none of that, you no. know. No, there's no but, YouTube. But the difference was like, and I don't know about you, and it had to be the same. Like when my dad took me, that was like I was done. I knew, I knew that moment. I was four years old. Yeah, maybe not four. Yeah, I was four years old. He took me out there, and um. I love this. Oh, yeah. I love being near the water. I love being, uh, you know, the 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 chance to catch something. And most times we didn't catch anything. Right. But I just loved it. And it was, you know, beyond. Like, I played all kinds of sports in school. I did all, all kinds of things. But there was, <laughs> I, I, I ran cross country. <laughs> but it's a track. <laughs> High jump. <laughs> but I, I knew I knew right away. Oh, I knew yeah. right away that I was gonna love this the rest of my life. Yeah. I knew nothing about the, the career or the sport, right. but I knew right at that moment. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I mean I, I, I did, I think, from an early age, but like I think when you know, like the memories that I have of uh fishing with these guys, you know, like where we would get it yeah. was a different time back then, but you would get dropped off. At a lake. So cool. Yeah. And dude, we would just fish. Fish and fish and fish and fish and fish. Like, you know, there was nothing else except the fishing, you know? And then like another mom would pick us up, you know? Yeah. Dude, eight eight, ten hours would go past. We wouldn't have a bottle of water. We never got thirsty. <laughs> like we never ever got thirsty. We never got hungry. No, yeah. no nothing, there dude. So there was funny. nothing. No. No, you'd have a rod and like a little tackle bag or there's no cell phones be like, hey, no. come get me. Oh no. yeah! If you got hurt, you had to stand by the guardrail till your ass got picked oh, up, yeah. dude. Like there was no like, yeah, you know? that's that awesome. It, it's funny you say that because Jake and his boys just went over to a pond yeah. in like the the ninety degree heat and humidity, and they're like they're like texting Shelly like, "Mom, we forgot water." <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool now because oh, she yeah. she ran them over a couple bottles of water, yeah. you know. But they don't want to come home and get the water. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. They got it. Yeah. That's no, so I, funny. I, yeah. No, I think I knew from a very early age, but then I think when we started doing that stuff, I was really getting into yeah. it. Like I, I can remember like, I, I I would say like, like when I was in high school, you know, like that, that, that like I wanted to keep learning more, you know, yeah. 
Like I know we talked about this on the show before, but Dave was one of the first ones to use a baitcaster. And I remember that was like a driving force. Yeah. I was only spinning rod guy. Yep. And I was like, man, Dave's using a baitcaster. What the Dude. fuck? Like, I bought it at I'm Kmart. So it, was, it was a Bantam X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I'm like, what? It had Dave's like a, a baitcaster. Like, what the fuck? I got to learn that, you know? It had like a metal, like a metal L trigger on yeah. the right side. You know what I mean? Yes. It was the metal. That was a good reel. It was a good reel. It was just bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had one lasted forever. And but you, you could cast it right away. I bought it because Roland Martin said that's what he was using, dude. And that's what he was throwing spinner baits on was his Bantam X. Yeah. yeah. Another Roland Martin show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I remember I remember those days. Was was Jake and his boys are doing it now. Like uh, you know, he's got a couple buddies that only use bait casters. You know? Wow. So you know that he's he's becoming proficient at bait casting gear now. Right. Matter of fact, the, the tournament uh at Newton, he he caught some of all of his fish on a bait caster. Wow, that's cool. Which is you know that's yeah. a new experience. You know, Very cool. but casting is a trick. You know, it's uh it's funny. I we we were out filming just uh Friday with Jeff and uh from uh, Bash University, and uh, it's I give them my rods and reels and I like, I cranked them down, <laughs> like took all the brakes, put the brakes on max, put the spool control yeah. on max. And, Poor uh, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, just casting is just bouncing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lands right there. In front of the Jeff's like, this won't cast. This won't cast. But Jeff's actually very proficient at a bait caster. But the, um, you know, with, with, with Jake, he's still going through that. You know, we're working yeah. through backlashes and and that kind of stuff. Yep. But what about you, B? Did you love it right away? Is he there? I don't even know. Brian, or did you just to text with people? Yeah, yeah. or did you that just go because you guys were going? He's you just know? on his phone. Yeah. Just as on his phone. Pete's asking you something. Trying yeah. to produce a fucking show over here. He actually had a. He caught the biggest. I would say the biggest bass of that era for us was Brian Fish. How big was it? Eight pounder. Legendary. What? Oh yeah, that's a legendary. legendary fish, dude. Eight pounder from South Jersey. Him and Tom were out one, with Tom's dude. dad. Big one in the blue claw. In the blue claw. It was the blue claw. It was. Is that still your personal best? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian peaked at 13. <laughs> from, from, my, from having my moment to. <laughs> yes, Peter, you are correct. Wow. I peaked at 14 years old. <laughs> my fishing career has been all downhill. Come on. Since. You've been down at, at, at Florida private ponds with Mr. Yeah, Duke. Would, yeah, and, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in Texas. You've been July. all over. Yeah, Texas. When I've been to Texas, and you came out to the classic. Yeah, I was working. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me no free time. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, I put it out there for people to come on and join us. I know Mike apparently took a potty break, but we have. A I'm brave going soul. right after him. We have a brave soul. Uh oh. Ah, epic epic <laughs> i'm not scared to come on the show what's up everybody no. hey the South Jersey guys are all the Callum brothers I scared as shit oh <laughs> man like can they join me can we do like an eight box come yeah. on man get the Cowans brothers on man that would be epic nah, why won't the coward that's all coward brothers that yeah, exactly that's the old coward brothers 
Eric, man. It's, it's What's up, you, the buddy. D, man? Yeah, it was good catching up with you, man, this past week, man. It was thanks for picking up my call. I appreciate it. And Becky, thank you for getting this stream on track early. Holy moly, it went off the rails quick. <laughs> it, it did. Everybody. Yo! Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting. What, oh, we're just we're stacking up the look, post look at production food. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> that was a great yeah. question, Eric. Though, what were what are three baits that stood out yeah. in your your Hall of Fame career? That's yeah. a great question. That's a good question. And I yeah, I don't have a great answer because. There's one for every event. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't still have them all, but the memories of those baits. Yeah. Are so key, you know, and it's like I think that would make a great show. I hope you do that show and you can show and tell what you have. I mean that you didn't donate to the Hall of Fame. I mean, I would tune into that cuz that would be just iconic to me. I mean, take us back. Tell yeah, the story. We're, show we're the back, bait. Yep, we're doing it. We're doing it. Beck, we have the new youtube series right we're talking about wow. the baits yeah so i have to oh, I have that's to, so fantastic um, i have to um uh, say something here that my husband will not uh -oh. enjoy uh oh but i told him i he's always looking for new ideas for his in the shop youtube series oh yeah oh and i said I, I really think it'd be cool if you kind of touched on a lot of your wins and the mm -hmm. bait that were key for those wins. Yeah, Becky. He said to me. Yeah. What did I say? Your ideas are stupid, typically. <laughs> but I like oh. this. Uh, <laughs> I did say that. That's a compliment. Uh, <laughs> all right. I thought it was a great idea. It's a compliment. That, yeah. that is, Becky, yeah. that's a great idea. Thank you. That's how this marriage works. We're apparently very honest with one another. Yeah, yeah that was. It's, it's a rare, awesome idea. Like, really honest. I love it, man. Hey, man. Uh, I congratulations, man, on the Hall of Fame, dude. I was watching live when they surprised you, and I was like in shock as well. Not that I was in shock that you were going to be a Hall of Famer, but the way it went down, man, you were totally oh, yeah. caught off guard, and it was just, yeah. it was an amazing moment to watch, man. I, I, I know I welled up. I got misty on it, man. I thought that was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm yeah. still in shock. You know, like uh, I know. I could tell by watching the show tonight. I'm still in shock. Like I they they did that little video thing in the break and uh oh, it was amazing. showed a picture of, of Bill Dance at, you know yeah. at that yeah. moment. You embracing yeah. him. Dude, it was incredible. Like I, I just was so like my eyes were just so big, like yeah. You know, you thought they were messing with you for. for I thought a second. they were messing like, with me. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think the we're, moment that I realized it was real, yeah, and I realized it was Bill Dance telling yeah. me this. Yeah, like, I, I think if you're a fan of fishing, how could anything get any better than that moment mm -hmm. when that kind of guy, that that iconic mm -hmm. guy, is yeah. telling you that? You know? Yeah. I mean, shit. I was. How old were we, Dave? We start watching Bill dance. Fucking 10, 11, 12? 12. Yeah. That's incredible. I, all you of us, man. I was a little older, of course, but uh, heck yeah, man, for That's sure. Crazy. Yeah, those are people that you looked up to, your heroes. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it when you walk into the room with those guys. Now you're their peer, but do you still feel that? Like, do you still feel like that young fisherman when you were in the presence of Bill Dance and, and the legends? Do you still feel a little like you're looking I up do. to them? 
I do. I don't look in a mirror enough because I, I look super old now, but <laughs> I, I, I do. I feel like I'm, a, I'm very intimidated. I'll tell you a good story. Like we had at the Bassmaster Classic this year, and this I think was actually before the announcement, the night before the announcement, I had dinner with uh, Becky and the Cluns. And oh, the wow. entire dinner, I was nervous. Like my palms That's amazing. Were Isn't that amazing? Because I'm wet. sitting across from Mom's spaghetti Rick from, from the great one. Yeah. And you and know what's incredible is that people looking at you, Mike Iaconelli, would never believe for a second that you'd have been nervous at that dinner. Oh, I was so nervous. Yeah. That's so, so cool, nervous. though, man. That's so yeah, cool. So nervous, you know, it's but... funny you say that because he has a quote that it goes back to what you were uh, discussing and asking for uh, advice from those guys about retirement. Right. And Rick, and, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But he said, like, it's the great American farce retirement retirement right mm. like, yeah. like you, right. you you should you need to do you know live your purpose keep keep doing what you love right. keep keep going whatever sure, it is and rick sure is doing, you know yeah. rick is keep working for the machine well <laughs> <laughs> never never give up being a slave to the machine <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure that was his perspective. But, uh, <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> but he. But you can see that Rick just Rick loves it, you know. And and I, you know, fishing this Watts Bar one for me, you know, helped me remember that. Man, I love this stuff. Mm. You know, I'm out there confused. I'm lost. Mm. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's a tough tournament, and I really like the puzzle. I like the hunt. I like the chase. Mm -hmm. I like the competition, and uh, and, and I enjoy it. And, and dude, I know, I know you do. I know you do. I, I love I, it. I see. I, you, it. I see you come alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're there and you're battling. Yeah, I think know? the biggest thing for me is like the if, if you know if you do it competitively for a long enough time, you know the highs, the extreme highs and yeah. extreme lows. Oh yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is, you know that there's a certain point at where that gets old, you know, and uh, it like starts mm. to wear, wear at you, you yeah. know, and the lows wear at you, you know? Oh yeah. And so, you know, when you're young and hungry, you know, those lows are like driving. Te well, you. they're teaching moments, They're teaching moments, but yeah. those lows are like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to go, go. But then like you start to achieve everything you wanted to achieve. Then you're getting older. And then you're like, the lows are just kind of like, not again. Yeah. You know, just, they're wearing at you yeah. more than I think when you're younger, you know? So sure. for me, you know, I'm trying to try to figure out at some point, you know, I, I think you just wave the white flag and you're like, I had enough, you know, you think, me, you think you know? that's what's going to happen? I think so. Because you think you're just going to stop tournament well, fishing. Well, because, you know, for me, it's fishing. And, and I think Clun's theory is right. But I don't think fishing. I don't think competing nah. has to directly mm. correlate to, you know, fishing. Right? They're two different right. things. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. I love the puzzle. I love mm -hmm. fishing. It doesn't does it have to coordinate to being a top tour angler, or can it be just fishing? Fishing. True. Fishing sucks <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody cut that clip <laughs> that when it's the same <laughs> thing 
Good without live scope and reading glasses, it sucks. <laughs> Fishing can suck. Same is like when you can't figure out the puzzle. Right. It's the same low. Right. It's like, oh man, mm. we traveled to freaking Australia. We're trying to catch these toothy freaking stupid fish. That... Yeah, but you're not on a clock and you're not on somebody else's yes. clock. <laughs> not not necessarily. Well, what, what we all true. want is big, stupid fish. Right. <laughs> like our trip to Louisiana. Yes. Uh. Our women, big breasted and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Big you didn't. Big women. So uh, glad I'm here. Dumb. Oh, Becky. Dumb as a Becky. rock. That's what we want. <laughs> I think it's after hours, right? Do you agree with that sentiment, Eric? Uh, well, which part? The puzzle? <laughs> the grind? <laughs> You're talking with your hand over your mouth like a bashful housewife. What? Come on. Uh, <laughs> I love I love the grind, man. You know the tournaments that I really look forward to. I like the grinders, man. I like when it is the, the complex puzzle. And believe me, I understand what Ike is saying. The highs, the lows, getting beaten down, you know, working the regular work job. That's not my profession. Ike's profession and Pete, yours is bass fishing, right? So I'm a little bit different. I'm that weekend warrior that comes out. So I look forward to that puzzle. I look forward to that grinder. Um, and I think those wins feel better than stupid dumb fish to me and and earlier in the show when you guys were talking about live scope i i kind of dialed in to what mike was saying man i there's a certain enjoyment out of not relying on the electronics and pete i, I get your point too how it helped you understand fish behavior and you know when you put your reading glasses on you could see the brush piles right with your electronics whether it was live scope or, or side side imaging but um nah man i i think the grinders mean more to me than anything when it's tough and to come out with those wins. That's the, the those are the wins that I remember most because yeah. it was yeah. tough on everybody. Bites were hard to get, and I figured out the puzzle. You know, I just want to be like a it. part of the club that can have wins that stand out more than others. <laughs> I remember every win I've ever had because I've only had a couple. <laughs> like you guys, yeah, like these guys are like those wins stand out the most. But like all my wins stand out because there's very few. <laughs> oh yeah, we stood out. Dave, you are hysterical, man. Are you good? I got to ask you, Dave, because I – oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. No, I was going to say, Eric, Eric you've been a, a – he's an advocate of team tournaments. I love them. them. Yes. And a lot Can't of people get enough. that listen to, too. What do you think about that? Would that be more fun for you, maybe? The Would, team? Yeah, team just you know, Vegas. going down that road of uh, – I, I, I like – I would like that. Yeah, I think a team concept would be cool. I mean, there's a lot of team – there's – so, so this brings up a whole other can of worms. But right now, in both tours, they're already team con team concept, and I think it's fucked up. Huh? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. The MLF you. is oh. what's Bass doing? Bass too. What are they doing? Really? Oh, Bass? You got the Johnson brothers working together. Oh, oh yeah. He's yeah. talking about like you and your son going out. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about there's team mm. fishing going on right now when there shouldn't be. It's an individual sport. Yeah, I agree. I, I, like I, I totally agree with that. Go yeah, on. I agree. Not yeah. the side pot team tournament that's going on during individual I agree. popularity yeah. contest. Yeah, I agree. I, got, I hear you loud and clear, man. I totally agree, man. It's going love on to see MLF that rule change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're invented it. Yeah. Yeah. Some teams are killing it, like the Johnson brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, well, these kids that are dominating the opens are, are working it's together. Right. You know? Mm -mm. 
Like nope. it's not against the rules though. So it's not it's been going on. It's been going. It's been going on forever though. Dudes nah. sharing it. But you know, I don't know. I don't know how aware the public is. Really, yeah. I mean, you guys are insiders, right? But I mean, do you think that's an open? If the people watching live, let's say, what percentage of the audience knows that the Johnson brothers are working together behind the scenes? Probably not many. Yeah, they did. They have done quite a bit of media about it. They're not shy about it. Eric. They say it that we share the winning, so they split oh, it yeah. right down the middle. Yeah, they, the Bassmasters is actually published and uh, mm. done some stuff with them. So I stand corrected. Yeah, they're they're. I out feel there like with it. I feel like they might subterfuge each other too, though. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Subterfuge. Subterfuge. <laughs> you know what is amazing is that they're working together, and how and they so, still fight after the tournament. Yeah, but they finish right next to each other almost like, always. Oh, oh, so often. Like yeah, I, I like on the same weight on a same day. It's so crazy with ounces of each other. I'm like within ounces, Eric. So it's often. bizarro land. It's good, ain't it, Mike? It really is. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, back to the team concept. I'd I'd love to see a more nationally, you know, dominant team. Why Why don't you think you've seen that on a bigger scale? Like the regional stuff that I fish, like Angler's Choice, Scooter and I won that one. There was some good money in that last year for us as team champions on Kerr. But why don't you think it's been taken to a national level? Why doesn't Bass sponsor Team Trail? Is it because there might be more cheating involved because you're working together on the same boat? Is that the concern? Or there, there just isn't the interest. That's a good question. If there was money to be made, they'd be doing it, Eric, right? Fair. Sure. Fair. I mean, you're cutting your entry fees in half, right? Are they doing the uh the is um Bass Pro Shops doing the team event again this year? No. Does anybody know? I haven't heard no. about it. It's a one time deal, one? man. Yeah. No. One and done. One and done. One, one and done. done. It was How on my home river. Done. We're never doing this again. We're never giving a million dollars to a 19-year-old again. That, is that was crazy. To, to Eric's point, I find this very interesting because high school, you're a team. Mm -hmm. And then college, you're a team. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you're expected to go out on your own. Yeah. Why yeah. do it that way? I don't know. Good point, Beck. Even youth. Actually, yeah. the youth are supposed to be. You're Jersey, you. Jersey, we don't have kids to do that. But technically, you're supposed to. The youth. So they, the so they bring them up to team tournament, but then we just set them free. Set them free. Not a bad premise, Becky Rada, Mike and Ellie. Good job. Becky Rada, Mike and Ellie. He's their middle name. Jesus. <laughs> oh. why, why, why do the high school and college kids compete as a team? I wonder. Uh, I, I, I don't, not I enough, don't not enough boats. That's a question. You didn't slaughter him, Dave. No, but I, I was going to compliment you, Pete. So, uh, like, to just keep going, what you said, how cool would it be, though, if it was a team format? <laughs> right? Like, like if, 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 if BASS was two dudes, like, going up again, like, you know, you knew it was going to be those same two guys. And yeah. just, Denny, the, just the interaction. Denny and Tommy Biffle. On the boat. Oh, wow. David Fritz and Rick Lund. That'd be crazy to watch. Two flippers versus two yep. crankers. I would. Oh my god! Yep. I, you and We're me both. Right now, pay per view. I think yeah. it would. I think that'd be pretty awesome. The MLF, the the Jacob Wheeler concept, where they're doing some kind of team. There's been another team concept that's coming around now. Why'd where, you say Jacob? Wheeler but it's got to be Bass. It's got to be well, Bass. He started doing it on his YouTube channel, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. and yeah, was, I've seen a few of those. MLF kind of adopted it or morphed Is it. Is he getting a cut of it? 
I have no idea. But Pete, it has to be Bass because they have Zona and they have, you know, and they have, and, so, and they have the what other are, guy. What are they yeah. doing, Pete? Yeah, but MLF did it like old school gym class where it was like, pick your teammate till the poor guy was like oh. standing there. Oh, that's a volleyball team or the dodgeball that's so team. That's, that's who relatable. Was, who was the last guy picked? I don't Matt. know. That's, That's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sitting there all lonely in the corner. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't maybe I'm wrong. That's what I heard. Well, there's another team concept going on that's supposed to be similar to uh, like a sponsor has a they they draft like uh, mm. a set of like competitors. Uh, Do you boo. know about that? Sponsor boo. And uh nah. and they compete against each other similar to like what NFL or you know MLB would be doing where they that's that wow. that was something that hit the media a couple months ago. And I don't know what the status of it is now or who's been selected or, or if they've gotten to that stage, but uh, they were trying to with team. teams to battle each other. I think that'd be the I'm shot. That's right. Always talking about why doesn't one, why does no one want to watch? Why doesn't anyone, dude, if it was teams and it was like a WWF type, like, you know, yeah. environment, like with these personalities yeah. dueling against each other. I don't know. I think it would, I think it'd be, nobody wants to watch the back of someone's neck. That's want. true. Yeah. That's true. Well, what, was, mm. what was that match fishing? What, what was, what was ultimate match? Cause, what what was the concept of that one? Ultimate match? Yeah. Two guys fishing against each against each other on the same boat. Okay. And you flipped you you flipped flip to see who would fish the first four hours and then right. it would reverse and the right. other pro that, would get that from blows. the boat. I don't like that idea. I want guys working together. What? And you could only bring guys like one box. Together. I want yeah. to fight each other. No, but yeah, it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it televised. I don't know if it'd be a televised thing, right? I agree with Ike. I don't know how the coverage would be. But it just can't be the concept edited. of no, nothing. Has, nothing uh, no dirtbag editors in there cutting out the good shit. But imagine how amazing stories. What the shit real? Imagine Zona and Martin though commenting right on the guys going at each other, like <laughs> it would be natural, right? The competitive guys. Yeah, that's alphas, the thing with freaking reality banging. TV. It's so you know? freaking fake. Zona mm. just cracking on the situation. Damn. It would be priceless. It would be much better than what we have. Well, that tournament that Mike fished last year in Italy, you guys were allowed to use electronics for like so one many, hour, one hour a day. You had to choose the hour at Are which you, me? you used it, and the rest hour. of the time you couldn't. Couldn't use four face sonar. All right, Mike, walk us through the decision making process of how cool. that worked out. The decision. Yeah, like how did that play into your day? Uh, it didn't really for what? us. No, because Boo. we were power fishing shallow, so it was mm. like a bonus hour that we didn't really didn't have to even use. But that's kind and of. And you won another boat? No, I, we came in second. We didn't win that tournament. Did you protest? No. Right. <laughs> yeah, did you get polygraphed by Italians? No. They were German. <laughs> no, get over here. German? Put your hand out. If you're telling the lie, I'm going to smack it with a hammer. No, they sound, they sound like Stormtrooper. Uh, like, oh. Is it true? Is it true? Oh, my gosh. Do Speaking of which. Hour, hour. Did you use one hour and five minutes? <laughs> Dave, Dave, you got to do it. You got to do an impromptu <laughs> interview with Ike tonight, man. It's yeah, Stormtrooper, please. I'm begging you, man. The, the Germans, the, so the big thing. Or just I do the voice. They don't, they don't like catch and release. 
if you catch the fish, they feel like you should keep it. Oh, he kills kill them all. Yeah, kill them all. <laughs> well, that's, 65 that's, minutes? That's the law. That's, that's the, the law. law. But, the, but the angle oh. feels much that way. But the law in Germany is yeah. anything you catch, you, you must catch it. You got to kill that, John. Yeah. That's only wow. Germany. The fish is suffering. You can't make the fish How about suffer. that? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's like their fish laws is the last thing that didn't get pussified in Germany because the rest of the country just blows now. They're so <laughs> self-conscious about all that stuff. <laughs> That, yes. like, now, but the fish laws are still the same. Uh, Murder them all. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Oh my yeah. God. You hook it, you got to kill it. Kill un- un- unbelievable. It's not, this is the way we live. Catch yeah. it these. Is that so, German, though? Like, catch not? and kill. <laughs> <laughs> catch and slaughter. <laughs> On the Stormtrooper note, uh, we do have a special presentation to make today. Oh, please. Um, Brian DeCarpenter, I want to bring in oh, on this. we do. We Over do. the years, if you're a fan of Ike Live, you know that mm. every year like Clockwork, we remember Becky's birthday and Brian's and Pete's. We remember everyone's birthday. But like <laughs> Clockwork, over the last 10 years, we always forget Dave's birthday. Always. Dave's birthday. We oh. don't even know how old Dave is. Dave could be 30 <laughs> or 33. No uh, I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest. I, I don't recall well, Pete's one the eldest. birthday cake. Not one. Yeah. <laughs> Not one birthday cake. Not unless you guys were forced to come to my house for a party. Yeah, but, but tonight we remember Dave's birthday. Not mine. And <laughs> not mine, not mine ever. We Becky jog into my present. We want to make amends, Dave. You don't get that. Oh, look at that. All the birthdays we've forgotten over the years. Oh, wow, look at this. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, happy birthday, Dave. Oh, yes. Ah! Uh, hold on. Oh, it's a Sasquatch, Sasquatch, Sasquatch Birdhouse. Bird Sasquatch Birdhouse. Amazing. Yeah. And judging by the two inch hole, it will attract mostly finches. Finch. <laughs> he knows his birds. Day, that's two. That's a two inch hole. That's an inch and a quarter. No, a quarter. your mom's an inch and a quarter. Yeah. Your mom's two inches, dude. I'll fucking come over there with tape measure right now. Don't make me go to the truck. Oh no! That's awesome. They wow. Inch and a quarter. <laughs> well, then I I could get I could get. Eh, I don't know. I think it's two. <laughs> Oh, oh, Brian's getting the tape measure. No, nah, Brian, I defer oh, to your shit. expertise. Oh, shit. You don't have to go hit a vape of no, weed out there. I, I defer. <laughs> you win. Brian's getting the vape tape measure. You're going to challenge Brian the Carpenter. BTC, he knows his hose. Hold on. I'll be right back. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, if, if, if it is, if it is, I'll get I'll get black cap chickadees if, if that's the case. If it's smaller, maybe even some some wrens. Yeah. Okay. Wren. Wrens. Well, wow. The children were present when we got this. Yeah. And they too knew of your Sasquatch hunting. Uh, that is awesome. Thank Mike you. Mike talks about it every time we hike. Yeah. <laughs> and so they yeah, the trees laid over. Well. Yeah. Every time I see a tree laid over. All right. I have suffered the beat for Dave's superior. <laughs> and now you'll take a measurement that no one will remember. <laughs> Into the quarter. Verify. I feel like it's an MLFA. I deferred deferred when you were on the second step. Inch and a half. (laughs) 
<laughs> so how can we celebrate your victory on this measurement and make you feel whole? <laughs> make you feel whole. <laughs> no, so at, at, an, at an inch and a half, um, what will happen is the finches will pick it to make it to where they can get in. The wrens and the chickadees are sons of bitches. So, hmm. so we'll the whole size and the depth of the bottom. Why are talking trash on inch and a half? No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, though, it's too big for it's too big for the songbirds like the wrens and the black cat chickadees, where the finches will bust this hole out to make it the two inches that they like. You have How to, you have, to have it small for them little bastards. And I've learned, and I'm sorry people listen to suffering through this, <laughs> you have to have little, you have to engrave ladders on the inside so the fuckers can crawl up and get out. How about yes, that? When, they, when they get in there, they'll leave. Yes, yeah, so you take a uh, dremel tool and you just you just carve it in there. Yeah, I've become uh, an expert on it, yeah, even yeah. though I didn't get none of them. You, you uh, ain't an expert on. Well, no, I mean it was you know it was a blind look. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, can we make you a belt like a tinfoil <laughs> belt with a wristband or something like an anklet maybe <laughs> to celebrate your victory? Oh, champion! He is BTC. Yes. He needs a belt buckle like that, like the the big rodeo BTC. I was I thinking think like maybe one, like bro. I don't know like a like a like like a pinky toe ring or something. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> all right, Eric. What would you be, win again, Dave? Uh, uh, Eric, what would be an iconic crankbait to own from a tournament win from another angler? I I can I'll give you mine real quick. Uh, what I would like to hear, Pete. I like to hear yours too. Thinking about it, man. Okay. Like from from another angler, like a pro angler that. Right. that Oh my right. gosh! Well, I mean, I think plug. you probably have to talk of plugs here. Imagine yeah, I mean, you could own the crankbait that Clon used to win the James. That actual plug from the last day on the James. That'd when be he huge. Came from what was it like ninth, tenth, whatever he was in? Yeah, you mean the Arkansas River? No, the James. When James. He won the classic James. on the James. Okay. He won with an RC. RC three. Ordered. Crappie crankbait. Two? No. It was an RC something. RC two, RC RC two or two or three maybe. Dude. The RC something. Was it a coffin bill and a flat side, right? Yeah, flat side. RC three. I had one. It's awesome. RC three. I, I was telling you get one. RC3. Maybe it was an RC three. Like, that was the James. That was For the some James. Reason, I got the yeah. River Harbor in my brain when he, he won that, that one too. But yeah. the James is where he won with the RC cranking. Okay. Uh, I got I got my uh, crankbait. Don't steal it, Eric. I won't. Uh, I I'm won't. Ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, Can I go? Go. You go. You go. There's, there's the <laughs> the crankbait that I want, and I don't even know which one it was, but uh, I think it was. I think it might have been a Bagley, but Takahiro's win. Yeah, what well, oh! I, I you stole oh, it. I was going to go next on that. That's five Panda. A good one. Five Panda. Yeah, bud. It was I the B. I knew it. I knew it. it. Five Panda. He no. caught three giants. In back like to back five casts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. And, and won the freaking class. Oh, yeah. Dude, we gotta wife, go. We gotta go. I gotta go. That was so, Wiley. That was Lake Wiley. Lake Wiley. Yeah. 2004. Yeah, I want that crankbait. Yes. So my I, wife I, will never reference anything bass fishing, but we will throw out it. I knew it every once in a while. <laughs> like when we're right, I knew it. Yeah, I, I knew I, it. I, I, I yeah. gotta say the one I want is, <laughs> yeah. is is your baby minus one that you're donating to the Hall of Fame, man. Because I am a minus one freak. You know, I'm a Potomac River rat. Yeah. I fish the Upper Bay. I still throw the minus one, the OG yeah. double stamped. I mean, it would be a minus one from you. 
And plus, I'm Italian, man. So, Viva Italia. What can I say, man? I mean, look, growing up, there were only Southern boys in bass fishing, uh -huh. right? I mean, here's that was it. Italian. You must be northern. Eric, you must be northern Italian. Eric, here's Galasso. the thing. I, I'm glad you said that because mm -hmm. here's what I got. What do you got? That year, that yep. year, I went and practiced. Yep. When I got back from practice, when I the whole that whole color came yeah. about when I saw what was going down with the with the blue, well, they whatever they were, warm mouth or whatever. Yeah, kind of green, green and orange, right? Green back, yeah. orange belly. Yeah. So I had mans make me eight, eight of those colors for that tournament. Hell I man. have seven left. I will give oh. you one. Woo. I will sign it and give you one. Yes, Eric. yes, yes. You will get one of the eight. It's yours. Damn. I love it. I love it, man. That's that's. Thank you. I can't. The what do I even say? Eight. You got the OG. It. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, look how happy he is. And we'll do it when we and when we go fishing because I won the trip with you at the Ike Foundation. So I'm ready for that trip, man. <laughs> what year was that? Like 2017, right? I, it was three years ago or something. 2016. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even. That it, was right it, as the internet was starting to get big. And Ike, I'll give you one of my custom painted baby that. crab double Ooh. stamped. OG minus one. Ooh, that looks like a, a title title water killer right there. Oh, they they do eat it. They do eat it. And, and I want to show you one more super shallow crank because it's an Aaron Martin's color, and I donated a thousand dollars to his GoFundMe page. I sold these on a live stream, and I did this in my house. The original that I painted is this one, and I did an Aaron's Morning Dawn. Ooh. I used nail polish to create that bait. Ooh. With the white, see that Peter? Ooh. Have you yeah, ever I seen a morning dog camp bait? There it is. Back. Super shallow. Vegas would like that one. Yeah. I always. Uh, I got, there you go. You want me to bring one for Vegas? I got it right Vegas there. Vegas. Love that one. Okay, hey, Eric. Vegas, got it. Back. Eric, anyone yes. wondering what two stamp Back. collectors talking seems like? <laughs> very much <laughs> like this. This. <laughs> this. Rare coin this, collectors. This Back. very much so. Very much so. Yeah. What, what's your pick? Oh, great question! For, for for an iconic crankbait. Well, the clon the clon RC would be okay. one. I <laughs> would I would want the Fricks crankbait. We won the classic. Wow! What, yeah, what crankbait was that? Post was that a Pose three hundred, right? Was the Pose three hundred? <clears throat> yep, I would want that one for sure. Uh, let me think. I'd want the uh, Paul Elias Neil and Real. Oh my gosh! I'd want that one. Edible underwear. Was that a man? was a man's. Man's 20 plus. I yeah. Think. I'd want that. Yeah. Sitting on my wall. I, I want all those iconic 80s to Kneeling 90s. And real. I want Tox. Yeah. Uh, Tox is pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. I've already claimed it. I know you did, but, yeah. you know. I'm sure he had a second one of those in his box. No, I touched the water. Wasn't it a chartreuse, blueback chartreuse, like blueback chartreuse? I thought it was chartreuse blackback. Was it? I thought it was blue. We're going to have to look. Might have been. I thought it was blueback. I'll I'll bet you one of those one minus custom. <laughs> what, one of your old crankbaits. Either way, either way, you're getting one. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> I'll bet you something good. I got. I, I all bet right. It sounds good. They, somebody looked that up. I think it's. Yeah. I, I think it was. I don't know. You can get Pete's right. old Kelsey singlet. Yeah, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 
with the sweat. Yeah. yeah. The ball sweat is attached to it. <laughs> I don't have that, oh, but I got the County College single. Oh. <laughs> the smallest wrestling room in the history of wrestling rooms yeah. was the Gloucester County College but, wrestling room, dude. Those are some iconic crankbaits, Ike, man. Thank you. That's a great question, right man. Now. I love I, talking yeah, about Ike stuff had like an that. iconic. <laughs> you have another iconic crankbait that uh, the uh, when you won Seminole. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Well, so it, it's a it's a crazy story, but one of the ones that I used, and it, here's how the story goes. So the year before, Pete had caught wind of this crankbait that was really, really working, which was a Series 5. And honestly, like, I never even knew. I never even knew about it until Pete started talking about it. Pete's like, man, this Strike King mm. Series 5. Is not the 5XD at the time. No, it was no XD. No, five. It was Series Five. He's like, this is the plug. He's like, dude, it's at 12, 10 to twelve foot zone. And I'm like, really? I'm like, all right. And so I like bought some, and I started to get dialed in that plug and how it moved at that at that depth zone. And I had, I, you know, I was mm. like gaining confidence in it, and I brought it into that tournament. And that's the main plug. I caught him on a a man's plug too, but. Yeah, Strike King, Chartreuse Blue, yeah. Series Five is yeah. the plug that caught a lot of. I forgot that I was completely Dang. responsible for that win. You were. <laughs> <laughs> I would hey, another one, Pete. Damn it! I would have. Hey, uh, <laughs> but you know, I was. What was, it? What was the Bob other one? Dillo, Bob Dillo Outdoors. Shout out to Bob Dillo. Yeah, uh, we did a shoot on the Hudson River. He came up here. And he started throwing those baits, and they were brand new at the time. And we were we were cranking in the rivers under schools of bait, and these big fish were just smacking the crap out of those things back then. Yeah, that's how I got turned on. Yeah, Mike, didn't you win Gunnersville on a deep running crankbait? I did. I won Gunnersville on a Series Five and a mm. uh, DT Six Chartreuse Blue, both of them. Yeah. Wow. Chartreuse blue. What is it about that color? That's know, so man. crazy. Yeah, it just works. Yeah. I love that faded dolphin. If you could fade it out, but a series five yeah. helped me and Scooter Lily won the two day championship on Lake Gaston. I've never in my entire bass fishing life because I don't fish for schools of fish on rivers generally. Scooter pulled into a mouth of a creek about I don't know a hundred yards in. There's an underwater point. He scans. Live scope did show us the fish, by the way. We had a limit in the boat, small. Sees them. We both cast our Series 5s, which I found in an old tackle store because I wanted the original. Because sometimes they change plastic and lures and they get funny about it. Yeah. So I knew I had the good ones. Sent them down to get custom painted by TK Stanley Tackle Craft. Dude, <laughs> we started wailing on him. It was like fish. And you could feel yourself bumping fish if you didn't get a bite. And then you'd the rod would load up. And it was nonstop. And then the school st stopped. Wow. Ike, you'll love this. And then I fire out after the school stops biting. We call all the five out that we had in the morning. The, so the school stops firing. I throw a magnum trick worm in red bug on a, on a VMC swing head and literally fire the school back up and call the other five fish out. Wow. But the deep, that series five did catch us some fish that we weighed in that tournament wow. over a two day period, man. That's a great bait. That's still today, yeah. yeah. Still That's today, really man. Yep. Yeah. But you can't beat a DT six. The shad wrap was a powerful thing oh, down there, yeah. Seminole too. 
Yeah. I remember that being a key bait. Well, that year that I won, Mark Davis came in third fishing the Shad Rep. Yep. Yeah. What size did he throw? Seminole. I could do the five and the seven, both. So he threw the little one. Damn. Yeah, he threw the five on a spinning rod. On a spinning rod. That's yep. the way to do it, man. Oh, you've yeah. made you've made some really good videos on that Shad Rap bike in your Chad, I love the Shad Rap. Man, yeah, it's still catching like crazy. Shout out to BTC. Not anymore. Back, what do you think about the shallow Shad Rap, Beck? I, I don't have many thoughts on that, but I do have one thought. <laughs> any thoughts on my microphone being off? Okay, I, there it is. I, I put it back on once I saw you finished chewing um, <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> and you would serve michael dinner while we're doing the podcast listen, uh, it's all come listen. full circle hasn't it here i am Ryan and there you are never sat on the sofa, on the sofa. good spot 10 oh, years, in 10 like years he has yeah. never been on that side of the room uh, Just wow like for a moment you have yeah but just moments moments there was yeah. a moment the show one, Jeffries. Yeah, show number one. Oh my gosh. Like the last show that I was on. Yeah. The 10 year show, nine, 10 year show. BTC, you didn't answer the question. What crankbait would you want from an iconic win from a pro? Anything that would catch a fish, dude. <laughs> I just want to catch a fish. So, I'm so what? sick of going out and casting for hours and not catching up. Fish. I want the rattle spot. It's just ridiculous. Classic. Oh yeah. Which one? Which one? I yeah. brown orange. The old Cordell rattle spot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the old, crawfish. Old it was the crawfish color with an orange belly. Yeah. yeah I want that too. Back intact. It, is it? Is it holographic? Is the one you're talking about holographic? I. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't nah. think so. No. No. Nah, but it was. It was longer. Yeah. The skinnier it's one. That Cordell spot that was. Half ounce. Not, yeah, the elongated one. It was yeah, more, yeah. Yep. Chef, Crawfish color. Hmm. You're on the board. All right, boys. You've carried on for All right. many Too long. hours. Can I can I can I just go down a top ten list back? Top ten. Top make 10 it to, make it top yeah. twenty, Pete. Make it top thirty. All right. This, top this is these are moments. <laughs> top one hundred. I just have I just oh, I, you have moments? I found uh, Ike Live memories. Oh, oh, oh this is Mike's career. And uh this is the honestly Pizza. Is this is true? this is an important part, I think, of your legacy because you were able to be open and honest and, and very candid in a way that no angler ever has yeah, done people before. Hate people hated it. They yeah. still hate it. Yeah. They hate me for it. But they you, hate they, me. They have all she hates me. Yeah. They hate me. They hate he Stormtrooper hates me. for it. Yep. Stormtrooper's mad about it. I remember, uh, you know, Brian, you know, deciding to let me host when Ed Bassmaster was on. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Wait, is that, is, that, is that one of the numbers? Yes, that was number one. Oh, that's number one. Well, we're starting at number one. Pete, I imagine. I'm just, I, for, this is random. This is random. Pete, I, oh, random. Okay. Right. Pete, Pete. Pete saw those brush piles without his glasses clearer than he understood Ed's humor that night, yeah. dude. It was amazing. <laughs> He's like, Ed Reed, he whispered in my ear, dude, he turned off my mic. He came, that's the only time he came out of character. <laughs> I, I, I didn't thought me and Ed, did, we weren't friends for about a year. Yeah. He oh, my gosh. That night, uh, the show that never was. What's that? In, well, the one that we never 
recorded. We weren't live. And oh, with Trent Cole. With Trent Cole. Oh, yeah. Uh, very similar uh, to the I first mean, 15 minutes of this show. Yeah. Uh, and and the, minutes, and I told you. <laughs> anyway, so don't get in And and the last show that Hero I did image. that Becky was involved with. Oh yeah, we went we went a whole hour. That was a whole show. Uh, whole I hour. we were, I was recording, and you came up and said, "Stop recording." Because uh, I wanted to make sure that it was working properly. Just, and I stopped you after three minutes. We double checked. I did it working. right I one time. Do, but you should do it right two times. I know. <laughs> Shall we talk about <laughs> Tell her whatever you want. May I continue? <laughs> in, in, interview with Jerry McInnes. Uh, we were talking about transparency, and we started. We were trying to be groundbreaking and aggressive, mm. and the the anglers versus the ownership, and the that was oh. that, that was the split that followed. Oh. Wow. Yeah, but we wow. didn't Right, though. Which yeah, means, but you caused it. <laughs> right? We didn't know it was going to go that's, down. That's actually very You're interesting. right. Very yeah. prophetic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yes. I didn't think about I've never thought about that until you just said that. Yeah. Wow. Conversation right there. Damn it. Yeah. We had a lot of power brokers on the show um, that, you know, were marquee people in the industry. That was a big deal. Like, we were we got him to open up. Boy Duckett was on the show. Yeah, we we hit him with some some tough questions. Glide his ass off the whole time, dude. <laughs> well, well listen, I, we I don't the, know about that, but he answered the questions incredibly well. We dude, he is slick, man. Very shows. impressive. Yeah, very impressive. He's very impressive. Think about it at the beginning. We were one of the only web shows, other than Mark Jeffries. We were like the first. Yeah, and then it's like everyone could get on Facebook and have. Well, them. yeah, but they haven't done mm -hmm. what we've done. Well, right. Right. And they still haven't. They, they still have. We they had titties to. on the goddamn show. Remember that? Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> when I had the Barrington Not Rod Reel, they were this close. <laughs> and uh, none of you guys, none of you is. You ain't got it. <laughs> what? We had a, <laughs> night, probably about. 10 viewers. We had a church so. youth group on. And they, then they, didn't, on. they didn't stay. Nope. <laughs> and they bailed. Oh, wow. Where you at? With your fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, poor Brian. That was early. This, on. Is, this is poor Pete's <laughs> list, and we're just like, a no, it's, no, it's designed to engage. So uh, okay. That's cool. Jerry McKinnis was, it was, that's it, amazing. It that was ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, here's another thing that we still aren't very good at is learning <laughs> to not talk over each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> like a good Italian house. Dude, like one of one of the key things, like even tonight, I heard it again. Like we're talking and I see Denny Brower talking and I'm like, everybody <laughs> shut up. Shut I want to hear what Denny's shut talking up. about. Um, Denny's talking. <laughs> No one's as important as Denny. Shut them up. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a key moment. Um, Why is that well, key? we we uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was our shittiness as being moments average to yeah. Becky, like, Becky, we got better at it. We're celebrating our we mediocrity. Really I understand. We're now. celebrating how shitty we are. We still screwed up tonight, but that's because we had twelve people on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, all right, we 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 helped the entire fishing industry through the MLF split. That was that was key. They were big shows. We we talked about everything that was going on oh, yeah. during mm -hmm. the split. 
This is a big deal that happened during the live show. The invent of live coverage. Hmm? Live bass fishing coverage. That's true. It did. It did. Yes. Yeah. It happened during our during tenure. Show. It did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we, I remember, I remember like, oh my God, I love this stuff. Like, um, it, it really drew me back into bass fishing and you're looking mm-hmm. at me. Brian, no, like, it's, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to zero like, in on the, the that's stupid. In the Nobody likes live coverage. Shut up. I just have a note here. I remember telling the story about me fishing with KVD while KVD was on waiting for us to get his signal back, which we dealt with all the time. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. dealing with uh, learning to deal with bad signal, yeah. which yeah. is not a problem these days. No, no. But Wi-Fi what is, is, is getting a signal in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like to the, to the studio. No, just like on your phone. Uh, like gotcha. suddenly you can't get a signal in New Jersey. That is because yeah. it's because of uh, what's his name? 5G. Biden. Uh, no, Elon Musk. Musk. No, but it is a Musk. bizarre thing. Like Brian's right. Like roads Satellite right train. around here, all of a sudden you just, you, there's, yeah. all surface. But we could send billions to you, the Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure satellite train. Do, but Musk. But satellite we got no train. cell service in New Jersey. Dave, what do you think about satellite train? Musk. It's creepy. It's monumental. Creepy. That is not what we're talking about. Keep going. Monumental. Uh, Ike Live. <laughs> Good job, Becky. Uh, Good job. Thing is, costumes that Becky made me wear. <laughs> and you oh, still have to match yes. <laughs> Costumes are the best thing ever, ever Yes, no it's question. Absolutely <laughs> hysterical. Oh, my God. The I'm best. Sorry, but this show it's is going to have to come back for no, a no, no. edition. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're watching right Pete. now. The next Ike Live is the October 31st one, and Pete will be mashed potatoes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Actually, he's going to be mashed potatoes at the Hall of Fame uh, <laughs> banquet. <laughs> the after party. I'm sorry, but costumes were one of the best things we ever did on this show. Uh, oh, for sure. Holla. Yeah, at I, the beginning, I, that's at the not true in any way, shape, or form. David, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was. Please don't even lie. It was fun. It was, it was so much fun. I agree. Love it. I didn't even say nothing. Okay. I, I'm with you. Right. <laughs> Love it. I think I'm gonna. <laughs> Love it. Like a battered friend. <laughs> <laughs> The costumes were great, but I just I was very uncomfortable. The, uh, See, you're always uncomfortable. <laughs> Go on. The uh, the the prizes stuff. Mm. Becky Ike Live Vortex. Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, in my defense, I have never been the person who ships things. Dream killer. I've I, the dream. Pillar. I've never mailed anything in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I got no intentions to mail no, anything. The funniest thing is, I have people come up to me in the parking lots of tournaments, like, "Who is my good man?" Fan of the show. I, I love what you guys are doing, but. Just want to let you know, I never got my prize. <laughs> I put that everywhere. Oh my Dude, God. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck this podcast. I'm tired of this. Get away from all you with your shit and your needs. Get away from me. I don't need yeah. it. Here's a pack of gum, oh kid. God. There's your prize. Good for you, Michael. Well, Way I, to handle I it. I really uh, apologize, but I have 
never shipped anything. Dream I've killer. never been in charge of that. Uh, ever. Me either. Kill the dreams. All right, Becky Vortex, number nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, this was this was important to me. The uh, <laughs> I'm Pete Gluzak, bitches. Oh, yes. Right here on the Ike Live show. Classic. That's, yeah. that's where it went Classic. down. Classic. One of my favorites. People still say it to me. I just had it. At the open, the point natural. I'm Pete Gluzak, bitches. Uh, you know, Vegas <laughs> used to say it all the time, except he used to say, I'm Pete Lucas. Yeah, Pete Lucas, <laughs> Pete Lucas. Uh, Pete Lucas um, bitches. And, <laughs> and last, and but certainly not least, oh. uh, congratulations, Hall of Fame. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Pete. my brother. Well done. I don't have a speech or a list. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, take us out. Well, hold on. Before I take you out, though, uh, there was one other thing. Do we still have the books down? Are they right on the table downstairs in the office, the books that Jesse sent? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Are they yeah, down there? They're downstairs. Hold on one sec. Let's stay live. Let's stay. All right. Oh, oh, and grab a T-shirt. Yes. What T-shirts? There's like 11 viewers. <laughs> There's 11 viewers. So... I will carry this on for. It's not too late to announce your kayak tournament coming up next week. We do. So the Ike Foundation does. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. You're welcome. Uh, The Ike Foundation does have its annual kayak tournament next Sunday. Is it next Sunday? Saturday. No, I think it's Sunday. It's the 30th, right? Oh, so maybe that's Saturday. Well, shit. (laughs) I will be at the Hall of Fame. I let the ladies handle it this year. Um, But you can't. Where where is it? Hobie kayak, and there's oh, a ton of prizes. These women are amazing at putting together prizes. So if mm. you want to win, these are the tournaments you want to fish. Not just that, but when you sign up for one of our tournaments, it's not like you're entering just for the prizes. Your entry is a donation. So the entry of $125 probably gets about four kids fully equipped to fish. What? Just so you understand that. Wow. So it's a donation awesome. to get kids fishing. Um, we do have a date for the Pro Am next year, 2024. It is going to be June 1st, um, back down um, on the bay. And it's still spawn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Another murder fest. Go ahead. So the cool thing is, I think we're also going to find a way to tie in the kayak tournament the same day because the kayak anglers asked to be part of the pro am again because we used to do that when we were on the Delaware River. So they'll be in the way? You're going to put them on the flat? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm not sure how it's all going to yeah. work out, but we're going to do it the same day. Um, so that that date is in place. And then the last Friday of January is the scholarship dinner. And that ticket awesome. window is open if you want to get tickets or tables to come to the scholarship dinner, which is always a ton of fun. Last mm-hmm. year, we added the gaming tables, which I thought was kind of like a so great, blast. super cool add-in. Um, <laughs> Chef. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Chef in there, Beck. Give chef, him a chef's holler. endorsement. He, he had fun. Like the tables. Um, that was a lot of fun. So I think that's everything with the foundation at the moment, just that all the events are getting put into place. Jesse Piontek? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a book? Yeah. Um, so, Michael Joseph, real quick, oh, uh, before you dive into that, can you yeah. just hold up? So we have Ike found or um, oh. no, these are the Hall of Fame shirts and hats. 
will be on sale for one more week and then shirts and hats. I didn't even know your middle name They're, was Joe. It is. These are made to order. Oh, yeah, this show. She just called him Joseph. Yes. That sure. nice looking shirt. So they're super cool shirts. We only are making them for the next week. Hall of Fame. Pretty cool. I'm in. Where, where we got to get them? So if you head to MikeIconelli.com to the shop, they're right on there. That's a lot. Mike Iconelli. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of vowels. We'll, we'll, vowels. we'll shoot it back out on Peter, the website one up. last time. Jesse Piotic. Yes. Jesse Piotic. You uh, know who this is, Pete? Big fan of the show. Been a Jesse's yeah. been a Ike live watcher, follower, fan for a hundred years. Booked Peter for a day. Yes. Nice. Wrote a hardback fishing journal book. It's really cool because inside of it, he has, if you look at it, it's like a log. And you can literally yeah. write your fishing log out for every Captain's day. log. And so he sent the entire cast of Ike Live a book. Mm, and it's see, personalized oh, awesome. for everybody. So, yeah. Pete, there's one for you. And he's got a little message in there Thank for you. Thank you so much, Dave, Jesse. He's got one for Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. He's got one. That's there. awesome. And Brian the Carpenter, PT7. I did one get one. You, from Jesse. So, Jesse, thank you. I thought he wasn't getting it. I was ready much. for it, dude. That's just awesome. <laughs> I'm just so yeah, power me, Paul. No problem. <laughs> oh, by the way, thank you for bringing that up. It's his birthday today. It's Paul's birthday? Yes. Today. Happy birthday, power me, Paul, if you're watching. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I had no idea. I'm going to send him a message right now. Or once the show's over, I'll send him a message. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. He's very 40, cool, very 43 much. today. 43. Is he? Yep. Wow. He looks How about he's that? 28. Oh he's 28 today. He's older than me. Oh, all he's right. 28 today. Say, damn. <laughs> That's right, Becky. Could we, uh, <laughs> could we check, could we send out the show, Dave, to Brian's Eric ghost? caught me. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that, I don't even have to do that anymore. Brian yes, you do. <laughs> so many requests. <laughs> yeah, really? Yes. Come on. Do it. Stormtrooper. I, I, I never liked that skit. I never, I never thought I did it good. And Brian's ghost? Yeah. You loved it. I almost need the, the sock puppet. <laughs> what do you mean you like it? Becky hated it. Listen, no, the I only it. one that is good is the stormtrooper, and it's requested yeah. every single. Oh, they're all good. No, Next time, true. No, no. You don't get to trooper. say they're not good unless you got something. No. Brian's, what do you got? None of them are requested. <laughs> they're all requested. I see that shit. No, Even though you deleted no, me from the Ike Live accounts, I still say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's Damn. right. Stormtrooper. Brian Tuffy. Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper. People like Stormtrooper. Does, does the Stormtrooper like have a, a message to Ike on the Hall of Fame? Is it true? Oh, could. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we're down to like eight viewers. So all right. right. Who cares, dude? Let's burn it down. This back. has never been about them. Burn it, it to it, the ground. It's, it's about us. It's if, if we count but Epic Eric, that's, my ears that's nine. Hurt. <laughs> yes. Count me in. Making nine. <laughs> <laughs> This has always been about us getting together. You yeah, know the funniest right. thing is that like the live viewership numbers are I, I lie because they're scattered all over multiple platforms. Right. So you look I, at YouTube, I, it goes up. I, you look at Facebook, I, it goes I down. The numbers. But at the end of the day, it is um the um 
the uh what's that pod bean and everything it's it's just the audio yeah that yeah. like takes off it's archived yeah. audio yeah because yeah. people listen to it on drives yeah. or out on the boat yeah. Or, yeah. yeah 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 like dave we're big dave in australia podcasts every day yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to dean sylvester the other night where yeah how's he doing good he still wants to come back here. Oh, we lost another viewer. I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that in nine, ten, fucking twenty years. I've never done that. Again. Fuck them numbers. Mark Hannis <laughs> <laughs> number eleven. Number eight or nine of them. Number eleven on the list. That's amazing. That was amazing. So well timed. That was right, another one. Bit the dust. That was so perfect. I'm glad it's the last show ever. Most viewers ever was the show where we're making the announcement about fishing bass or MLF. Yeah. And we screwed them all. And I'm so glad because they we screwed them that night. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was classic. Uh, <laughs> Eric, you're a part of this now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all this negativity that we're yeah, spewing yeah, onto the world. Yeah. You're part of this. Eric uh, looks like an offensive coordinator in the booth whose plays are working. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. so you got to cover your mouth more, though. There you go. Now you, now you got it. He's trying to cover his whole face. Like, oh, uh, oh I did a couple yeah. times tonight. I went like that. Sure. <laughs> oh, good lord! Mike, oh, classic. It's your call. Oh yeah, let's end the show. Uh, it's it's been awesome. Thank you, guys. chef. Thank you thank for you coming guys. tonight. Yeah, chef. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the empanadas, Jeff. Yeah, empanadas. Hey. Yeah, shout, out to chef. Uh, shout out to Dave Nansu and Denny Brower Denny for Brower. popping on the yep. show. Shout out to Eric. Eric, thank you for coming thank on. Man, the thank show you. Tonight. It's been an honor and a pleasure, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on. I'm supposed to be here tonight. But... Shout out to Ghost, uh, who's not here tonight. You got lost on the way. He's feeling better. Solely. Thank you guys for being here. Man. It was awesome. Heck yeah, uh, man. Very, very uh, happy about uh, you guys being here and <laughs> cannot wait till next week at the Hall of Fame. It's going to be good. This yeah. week. This week or next can't week? Can't wait. It's, 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 this week. It's like two days away. Yeah. Do, you, do you think Mance is going to let me into his picnic? Uh-uh. Yeah. He no? invited you. I, I, I think so. Respond for yeah. like six weeks. Well, I don't. I, I'm not good at responding. We know. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a brief moment. <laughs> <laughs> if if there's one last thing we ever do on Ike Live, it's let's talk fear, about that, Pete. It's a fear to commit. It's like flights. It's RSVP. I, it's okay. I just like to leave my options open. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I do. <laughs> I got oh, you. man. But I'm headed your way. Then I'm headed down to the ASA Summit. With and, me. Oh, with you, very cool, Jocelyn, yeah. and we're gonna work with all the movers and shakers in the fishing. You industry. sure? Yeah. Okay. I committed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. I love it. Man. I love it. Jocelyn made him book it. Oh, yeah, she did. Man, did you I'll book just your this. Springfield yet? Yeah, I booked mine to to St. Louis. <laughs> 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 I found out that what? that's the wrong place. 
like airport, some airport in Missouri. I need it. I am oh. how, how far is Springfield from St. Louis? Four hours. Yeah. Were you able to got, change it? Yeah. <laughs> how much cost did you change it? Nothing, because that's the first and only time I've ever bought insurance on a flight. What? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, insurance. Well, that never happens for you in that favor. I'm glad to hear this that. This new me, dude. Uh, yeah. Catch up. Rainbow's yeah. landing in Glassboro. I get it. The 20s now. <laughs> Gunshots last yeah. night. Yeah. Talk to you in a minute. You watch. Yeah. Man, he's gonna he's gonna be arriving right on time in Springfield, Montana. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> missed it I gotta have missed it that much. I gotta be catching smallmouth on glide baits while you're at the airport. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Throw it in big baits. Dagestan. <laughs> it's a long ass flight in Missouri. Dagestan. Dagestan. We're there till Sunday. We never leave. So we called it a favor to Toyota to get us on the Johnny Morris freaking cheat hole. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dolby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh. me and Vegas are going to. Yeah. Mike oh Mike. yeah, nice. we're gonna cheat hole. What, what do you get to do, Beck? I, I'm taking the, the ladies to the spa, which is fine. That's dope. Except Super. I, I'm. He only ridiculous. takes me to the fly fishing places. Who I'm taking that are like me? you have to be the expert and really good at it. <laughs> I'm the oh, worst, right. worst fly angler ever. Uh, and he's oh. like, "Well, it's easy, Vegas." I'm like, uh, "I can't. I go easy. there." Uh, Anything that hits the water, like a five to eight pound rainbow comes up, it goes. Uh, anything be a cigarette by hits the water tink oh, oh. Mm. Uh. right nice uh all right yeah yeah right. all right good night everybody thanks for watching good night ike you're good a legend night, man everybody. this show yeah. is legendary man thank you for all the laughs over the years man the tears of joy you guys are incredible and ike you are definitely a legend man thank you thank congratulations eric Say yes. something about me and, and Dave and Pete, too. <laughs> BTC, you, you, you have produced some of the most incredible shows, man. Thank you for carrying me through the winters, the dark times where I'm not fishing. Dave, on. a.k.a. Stormtrooper, man, you have you totally have brought me to my knees. I, your wit, your humor... Is incredible, man. Stormtrooper, I request it every single freaking show. Thank you for bringing out the voice a few times. Yeah. The Dean and the Dean. Man, you showed me the way on the water, man. You got me ignited in my crankbait fishing when I saw you at that show. We worked on the Quiet Killer together. Sorry I screwed you over on the lips, man, but I love you. Thank you for getting <laughs> me back into river cranking, man. And Becky, you're the woman. That Thank stands you. behind Mike, man. You are a force to be able to live with Mike and fish with Mike and do everything that you do with Mike, man. Ultimate hype, man. And, and yeah. that crazy crew you got there. So, Becky, mad respect for you, too. And, Chef, never mentioned, man, but uh, apparently you're there for a reason. So, the food must have been great. <laughs> That's my tribute to the, to the crew, man. That's my tribute to the crew. Yay. <laughs> Becky, Becky, Yay. can you play that video again? Uh, we can go out to it. Do you want to go out to it? That's Please? a good one. That's a good one. What's I'm that song? Who, who gotta, sings that song? Go <laughs> uh, Becky, <laughs> Becky, who sings that song? Who sings that song? Oh, it's Billy Strings. 
Oh, that is. What's the name of the song? Uh, is it away, away from the Mire? Away from the Mire. Away from the Mire. Yeah. 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 Away from the Mire. Thank you. Yeah. I love that song. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's called cool. Freedom. Good night, everybody. Sanity. All right. Thanks, Eric. Good night. Damn. Snap! Snapped his, snapped his neck like that. fucking Steven Seagal, dude. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> it's like not even like like a big. Eric, look truck. over there. Where? She's fucking <laughs> the Terminator <laughs> on the wheels yeah. of steel, dude. She's like the Chris I, Kyle of producers. Uh, Terminator I, X. I Drop it. Chris Kyle over there. Becky's the best. Kill Way better than I killed Dan Paul. We'd face the world on our own Before we collide Can we just take a moment Collecting reflections of this And remember the past that we chose Spring out to us this year again Can't stand to face the fear again those things It's enough to make a man feel sour Burning minutes every day by the hour Just to end up gone like everything else
As I look back at everything that we talked about in this series, man, it was so awesome to be able to share it with you guys, to be able to tell the story and let it out and tell the real story of how it happened. It was so freeing to me. But the one thing that comes out loud and clear is that in life, things happen when they're supposed to happen. And when I look back on my highest highs and lowest lows, they all came at times when they were supposed to happen. So as I close this series out for you guys, I can tell you that I don't know when I'll be done in professional fishing, in competitive fishing. I don't know when that will be, but it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Supposed to happen. I subscribe to Bass U TV, and so should you. Great place to learn about anything you want to know about bass fishing. You get it at Bass U. We got the best of the best. I'm not just an instructor, I'm a subscriber. I'm John Cruz, and I am a subscriber. You can always learn, and um, watching Bass U is definitely helps with that. It's something that I like to do, and it's definitely something that you need to do. If I'm still learning, you should be too. Subscribe to Bass U, because you'll learn how to catch a lot more fish.